0: Boy, you lot, you listen to Garage Hammer Episode 297 Tonight's episode, after talking elves and elves and elves and elves and elves, and elves Now the Moundlings are going to talk about Skaven Because they're just trying to irritate me I think I'm retiring soon That's it, I've had enough No new Nudwarden, just lots of elves and Skaven Shut it! I'm listening to me show.
1: Welcome to the garage, you tools. Uh, for the next two hours thereabouts, we're going to be talking scaven, ratmen, dirty, underhanded fiends of the underworld.
0: Wow. Well, at least you got it right there. You, you nailed it on the what they're like. They're the worst. <laughs> They're the worst. Of course, they foil Nagash, who's the actual worst. Nagash. So good for them for being so silly. Yeah. Uh, Oh, my. How you doing, brother? Doing good. How about you? Oh, fantastic. Uh, I just about got the the lore episode edited. It's edited, put together by the time... Well, this is actually going to drop on time. Good gravy. Can you believe it? We're back on schedule. We actually had this last one recorded for about a week, but everything on the planet happened. So... Because Lord knows I, if I have a normal week, parts of me will start to fall off. That's, that's uh, okay, so um before we begin, we should probably ha- take a moment to thank the sponsors of Garage Hammer. Mm-hmm. And the, that includes Chaos Org Superstar!
2: Superstar.
0: Six Squared Studios. With their new and fancy gaming center there in Canada for all your needs. 6 ca, And of course, Grognard Games in Roselle, Illinois, because there's always something happening at Grognard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: I was there on Saturday. Where are you now? I played a game, yeah. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm.
0: What, how'd that go?
1: It went good. I played another game with my maggotkin getting ready for the Chicago. Oh, Grand that's Tournament.
0: That's right. You're doing the real gaming. Yeah.
1: So I got a practice game in with my list. It was uh I changed it up a little bit from the tournament. Uh it was fun. We played um
0: Is it even filthier, filthy filth now? Is so, it filth blarn filth?
1: So I took out the Nurglings and the Ungorers and I put in another unit of ten plague bearers. Yeah. And uh, it was it was cool. So I had 40 plague bearers in the list. So you had a big unit of 20. <laughs> big unit of 20, two units of 10, because I had actually had painted up another unit of plague bearers. So now I have like 50 of them.
0: Paint them up. Got to use them. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, what else? Oh, Patreon sponsors. That includes our associate producers, Jake C. and James Brown, our executive producers, Scotty Milne. Thank you guys, you and every other Patreon patron. Who is still with us, and was with us, Mm -hmm. and is thinking about being with us. You guys are the almost 1% of the listeners who literally make this show and everything we do on it possible, and we cannot thank you enough. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, we have a voicemail number, although we still have no voicemails. It's a a dry season. Wow. It's like September is just the worst. I heard April was the cruelest month, but it seems to be September. Hmm. Uh, but if you did want to call and leave a voicemail, you could call 1 757 GH show six. That's 1 757 GH show six. You could call, you could leave a voicemail. It will be awesome. And thank you very much.
1: How about international callers?
0: International call- <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Holy mackerel. You know it by heart, too. International callers, Dale, zero, zero. And then one, 757GH, show six. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Um, wow. That's all that intro. That's everything. I think nice. we've covered it all. Um, yeah. And it's only been like four minutes into the show. That's usually like a 10-minute nonsense. Hmm. So listen, um, do we even need to? I mean, I'm certain we'll get three in here with all this stuff. Let's just jump right in. Yeah. Let's let let's be crazy. Let's break the mold, if you will. And jump right in to this insane nonsense. It's a big it's a big book. This is dumb. I mean, I mean and I you know this is nothing against the people who love this army. It's a cool army.
1: 120 pages.
0: It's It's okay.
1: I like the fact that there's a ton of war scrolls but only like I don't know three named characters
0: that is true and there are a lot of heroes in this book mm-hmm. but the, no but only three just, named ones well and that cool. just proves that the scaven i mean there's a billion of them and ain't any of them that special mm-hmm. <laughs> like <laughs> outside of thank who harrison last night i was talking about this and harrison's like he's still alive oh yeah i'm like yeah but like he he's like he made it to the mortal realms i'm like yep he's like the, the, he's like come on He's like he is just how he's, and I bet you he's got another bone ripper with him. I'm like, of course he does. Yeah, the same model. And he's like "Uh, Harrison. He just (laughs) Skaven irritate Harrison to no end. And and, uh, Gracie or Thankful is like, he's like, it's like that guy is just a drug addict and and a maniac. How is he still alive? I'm like, because he's a drug addict maniac. Those are the people that live forever.
1: The Keith Richards of Skaven.
0: Exactly. All right. So before we get too deep into this, um, uh, the there's too many artifacts and too many traits and too many everything until you get to the lores and then there's not enough. This book mm. is weird. Okay. Um, first, I thing, really
1: I really like this.
0: Book. Oh, it's great. It's made, yeah. But it's I mean I I just okay I've been looking over. For the past, mm-hmm. since we recorded the lore, I've been reading for about a week mm-hmm. going through the 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 rules yep. and i still i still don't i still don't know how what kind of a list I would write. Mm-hmm. There are so many options, and one of the things that threw me right off the bat is you see from the beginning you've got the battle traits and then they've yeah. got the great clans battle traits this is the this is where I get. This is where I get irritated with this book. Yeah. Because there's six great clans, so they all have their own everything. Yep. Battle traits is four pages. Mm
3: -hmm. Battle
0: traits are usually half a page to a page tops. This is four pages. And I'm going through this. How am I going to... Now, one of the things we did, and I sent you my notes, Chris. Mm
1: -hmm. I saw.
0: Was that uh, I I just sat and took ridiculous, copious notes on all of this stuff. And I literally just wrote down and grouped it into the different clans. Mm-hmm. So everything will be in one place on one page because I'm flipping back and forth, but it took me forever. I'm sitting here reading this going, how do you make a list with this? And the one thing that they did right, and not just the, not the only thing, cause this is a a good book. It's a good book. Yeah. It's not, it's not my cup of tea per se,
1: It's a horde army. What's not to like? You like hordes?
0: Yeah, you know what? And that was the one list I wrote was like all verminous, like Mm because I'm a moron and didn't mix Mm -hmm. things. But that's the thing is you have six major clans here. The first thing I went to go look for is what if, okay, when I pick a clan, what's their little? You don't pick a clan. Skaven don't write out clan specific 90% of the time. They're a mix of all the clans. Mm-hmm. which actually makes bookkeeping in this a little bit harder. You don't have to pick if you're going to be pestilence or if you're going to be scryer or if you're going to be verminous. You can be a little of everything. Mm-hmm. But then suddenly that's like, oh, are you serious? So then all these different battle traits. Yeah. All these battle traits can t- could, if you ran six heroes, one from each clan, Literally, all four pages of battle traits would apply to you, right? And that's dumb. <laughs> there, there's too much. Like, I don't think I, I, am not certain. Uh, I don't. You write lots of lists. I do. Would you even write one with one hero from each of the six?
1: Uh, probably not.
0: No, no, no. Okay, so I'm not crazy. There's just so much stuff, and I don't like. It's like, where do you start? And so that's why I started compiling it by clan and mm-hmm. I found out I found some pretty cool and interesting yeah things in here um so I guess we can start and i I guess we can I, we'll start with the battle traits but um uh, you know okay, so here we go there are general battle traits. should we just jump into this Sure or, okay. So there's general battle traits and one command trait that apply for anybody, okay? This is the whole army for battle traits. Mm -hmm. Uh, Your non-monster heroes, they're minus one to hit in melee if they're within three inches of a Skaven unit that has three or more models. Yep. Automatically harder to hit them. It's
1: a lead from the back,
0: which is classic, you know, reads to the lore perfectly. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Unmounted, uh, this one I like unmounted heroes can just, uh, uh, during combat, when it's your turn to fight, you can just choose to retreat instead of fight. Mm-hmm.
1: That's called scurry away. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. And then the final one, the strength in numbers, plus, okay, this one I have a question about, and you know what I forgot to do? I've been sitting here editing the last episode, and I forgot to look up the FAQ. Is there an FAQ for this book already? I I don't know. We're going to have sure to look that up. I'm sure the there is. Break, probably. Add one to the range of melee weapons used by friendly Skaven units for every 10 models in the attacking unit to a maximum Mm -hmm. of three inches. Now, here's my question, and maybe you know the answer and we don't have to look it up. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Three inch total or maximum of three extra inches?
1: Maximum of three inches. Okay, so, so if you got a yeah.
0: two-inch reach and ten guys, you got a three-inch reach. Yeah, but you can't go over a three-inch reach. No, no. Oh, Okay, I was going to say if you had spears of two inches and thirty guys, that's a five-inch reach, and that's stupid. Okay, mm-hmm. I didn't read that wrong. It's a maximum of three inches. Yeah. but still, three-inch range. have That's these... cr-
1: that's really good.
0: You're fighting in four ranks at that point.
1: Yeah, because because they're on twenty, they're on twenty-five mil bases. They're
0: just under an inch apiece. Mm-hmm. That's. Bananas.
1: Yeah, it's cool. It's a lot.
0: That's and there, a and lot.
1: And there's lots of ways to give them extra
0: attacks, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's... Now, that's the whole army. Just automatically has that. Mm-hmm. And then if you want to pick a... Ge- there's one generic command trait you can give your general. And this is actually... I, I, I don't know if you would pick this, but in any other army, I think this might be a pretty good one. <laughs> Plus two attacks... For your melee weapon, if you're fighting within three inches of an enemy who hasn't fought yet, so if they don't, yeah. if they don't, if they don't go first, if they don't attack right away, you're getting extra attacks. Jumping which in, one, sneaking in first.
1: Which one are you looking at? The um...
0: it's the only general command trait. Uh, page, uh, devious adversary. It's the only one that can be for anybody. Page on uh, seventy. In the combat phase, if this general fights within three inches of an enemy unit that has not fought yet in that phase, add two to the attacks characteristic of his melee weapons until the end of the phase. Mm -hmm. So, some of those guys who have three and four weapons—that's not a bad general command trait. No, it's a good one. Plus two attacks if they if you if they fight right if you have them fight right away. That's not a bad command trait. That's you know you could just put on anybody. now that's just general stuff it's harder to hit them they can run away and they can fight in deeper ranks just because it's just swarms and hordes of rats mm-hmm. not even you know it's it's funny because it's like it, their their reach doesn't get longer it's just they're climbing all over each other to get to you right
1: yeah it's the classic <laughs> quantity versus quality here
0: and you know as someone who loves horde armies i uh, this i'm I don't know why I don't have this army.
1: Well, hey, how many clan rats do you need? You need a lot.
0: Oh, yeah. I wouldn't want to paint them, but boy, oh, boy.
1: What's the min unit on clan rats? 20? <laughs> 20. Yeah, so you could double reinforce.
0: 20 for a hundo. You could have two units of 60 if you were being ridiculous.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Minimum size 20. Yep. So, so you double reinforce, and they go to... They go to
0: 60.
1: Is it 60 or is it 40? Well, no, because if, you, you, if you
0: reinforce, no, it, you don't add 10. If you reinforce, it's just the unit just, size, and the unit size is 20. Doubles? So your reinforce goes to yeah. 40. Double reinforce goes to 60.
1: Yeah, there's not many units like that have a minimum unit size of 20, is there?
0: No. Yeah. No. This is the hordiest of the hordes. Now, what I like about this, if, since we're talking about that, is you're— <laughs> You have two battle line units in this army, and it's the Clan Rats and the Storm Vermin. Mm-hmm. Um there's, there's no Skaven slaves left in this army, is there? No. That's interesting that that disappeared. I think, uh, I mean. Back when they were the ugly monkey rats and Harrison actually started to like pick this as his second army. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we had done was, and I had done this with him was, we just had tons and tons of the ugly Skaven clan rat boxes. Yeah, and we wanted, and then the new the new rats came out right after he got these, and that's a whole other story because I was ticked off at a, specific, <laughs> at a very specific someone. Those who came said, out in Island of Blood, right? Yeah. And they're like, oh, don't worry, they're not remaking the plastics, just the metals. And then we, oh wow, uh, I was told that by a, by someone uh, who works for a certain company. <laughs> and, uh, I, uh, I took them at their word and then told everyone that that's what Harrison wanted for Christmas. Cause he wanted oh. a new army and he got like 200 clan rats and then the new ones came out. Yeah. Oops. So what we did was we, we put them together and then we cut their tails about yeah. to about a quarter length mm-hmm. and just painted them, but then put a little like blood on the stump. And that's how you knew they were the slaves. Oh, The okay. slaves had their tails cut to mark them yeah. as slaves. Yeah. That was kind of fun. That was the first little bit of conversion we ever did together. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. But so there's no slaves. So Clan Rats and Storm Vermin are the only Mm -hmm. two battle line. But what I found interesting was outside of the Master Clan, Mm -hmm. which only has five units in the Master Clan, and they're all heroes. There's no units in the Master Clan, per se.
1: There's a lot of battle line ifs.
0: Yes. There are at least... Okay. uh, Scryer only have one battle line if... Molder have three. Eshin and Pestilens each have two. Mm-hmm. So you could conceivably play a pure unit, a pure army. You could go all Eshin or all Molder. You could do it.
1: Oh, absolutely! It be, I think is, I think that I don't know. That's, I think that's the, what I would do. I'd be like, I'm just gonna totally theme this army and just.
0: The more I look at it, the more fun that kind of looks. Like I think just that like, would be fun. Yeah. I don't know how. I f- Effective they would be, but it was sure it would be cool. Well, what's interesting is all those battle line if choices is you can have one as battle line for every hero from that clan that you have. So if you're doing molder, yeah. if you have one and they only have one hero, the master molder. Mm-hmm. If you have one master molder, you can take one of these things as battle line. Right. Or you can take one as battle line. I suppose according to the rules, the way it's stated. Hold on, let me grab that page. It says you can Age include one, yeah. You can include one unit of that army as battle line for each hero in the army. Yeah. Cl- yep. So technically, if I had one Master Molder, I could take one Rat Ogre, one uh, Giant Rat, and one Storm Fiend each as yeah. my battle line. Yeah. It says because each says you could take one of them four. Now the nice th- the interesting thing in here is all of these different clans and we're gonna get into this when you get into their little special abilities their own special abilities like the, mm-hmm. the own uh, uh, battle traits mm-hmm. almost all of them have oh you get this thing but if you have three or more heroes of this clan right. you get an extra bonus
1: yes so that that's that's the where it becomes really interesting so that's it kind of like it's trying to guide you into theming your list I think
0: well and a couple of them I think it's in Eshin. Mm-hmm. And also one of the master clan, it's like if you take this guy, I think in Eshin you'd have to you have to take it as a as a command trait, and I think one of the vermin lords just has it naturally, but for that whole you've got to have three, you can make them count as two of your three. I think it's like the warp seer has it in his or maybe it's vermin king has it in okay. his own ability and when we get to eshen i think that's one of the command traits they can pick yeah you can pick a command trait if if you pick the general's command trait he counts as two heroes for oh, right. three for the three minimum yeah so there's a lot i mean there's so once again look we're all, i'm all over the place already and we're 3 minutes into this right <laughs> yeah but that's what's so that's the coolest thing about this army it's in a in a in a meta and i i don't even know if I, that's the right term but in a you know in a you know the the way the game is going where it's always pick a pick a tribe pick a clan pick a group
3: mm-hmm.
0: you know um you know which of these groups are you from uh this one doesn't have that they have specific bonuses
1: yeah they but don't you, have to do it. You,
0: you don't, not only don't have, you don't have an option. Like There's no pick this clan and get a bonus for being these guys. Mm-hmm. There's just, if you are this, this is what they do. Mix and match at your pleasure. Um, I would say, looking at this, my first initial reaction is, unless you are really good at bookkeeping and mm-hmm. know this army like the back of your hand, you may want to keep it in the beginning at least to maybe not having all six of these together, maybe keeping yeah. it to two or three, because seriously, just battle traits alone, okay, there's the three generic, there's two for the Master Clan, one for Molder, one for Eshin, one for Verminus, one for Scryer, mm-hmm. and one for Pestilence. Yeah. Okay, so that's automatically, that's three, four, five, and another five, that's like 10 different battle traits, you know, just to yeah. keep track of. You know, and then there's all sorts of other. So it's just it becomes a bookkeeping sort of issue. I I feel like if you well, mix them now for people who play them, I could be dead wrong because yeah, some, let's of, some face of it, it's, I normally
1: am. Some of it's easier to mix than others. So, Like for Clans Pestilence, you just have to have a plague priest. You know, a Pestilence right. priest, and you get to you get to use you know the the great plagues. You know, if you roll it, that's You know,
0: boom. Okay, but when we get to that, there's no way, if you want that, you're not taking just one. You're going to take two or three to get the bonus.
1: Uh, Yeah, but you could, I mean, you can... But you're going to take
0: two or three to get the bonus. Mm -hmm. Because when you do that prayer, those bonuses will give you the six, which will give you a a different great plague every turn.
1: Right, so if you've got four of these guys... You know, you're you get three
0: you, to each roll as long as they're near each other.
1: Yeah. And, so, right.
0: And each of them is saying a prayer. So that's four prayers, right? Because they can each mm-hmm. say one in the during the turn. Mm-hmm. I have that right, right? So mm-hmm. all four of them, and they're all near each other, so they're all getting plus three. So all you need to roll is a three up, which is what you need in the first. So basically, not a one makes it happen. Right. But if you've got just three of them, even a plus two. Yeah. Then a two, anything but a one, the prayer happens. Four up, that becomes a six, and boom—you're dropping a great plague on the uh, on your enemy.
1: Yeah, it's in, and it's in addition to the prayer you're trying to get
0: anyway. Right? Yeah, it's there, I mean, cool. there's there's so much this this army seem like with all the things that you can do and all the extra things that get piled on and all the mm-hmm. warp stone tokens and uh, yeah. you know the warp spark tokens and the and the charging up this and. Dude, they have like a thousand wizards, too. Yeah, they do. Okay, considering that they have two lores and there's only three spells per, they have a lot of wizards. hmm Uh-huh. I mean, and even in fact, they have wizards in one of the clans that doesn't even have a spell lore. Because there's only spell lores for uh, Scryer and the Master and, uh, Clan. And Master Clan, yeah. But there are wizards in the uh, the vermin lord warbringer is verminous. Yeah. So, he doesn't have a and there and eshen, the vermin lord deceiver, they have their own spells. Yeah. But I mean, most
1: of the time you're probably going to be casting it.
0: Yeah, the yeah, each of the vermin lords, there's a vermin lord on each of these things and there's not in yeah, so there's I'm just saying there's so much happening. It mm-hmm. seems frantic. And yeah. you know, just it feels scaven. It feels like there's all just sorts of junk happening. This is getting a boost and that guy's over there. And if these three are together, they're going to jump this way. And it's like the more of them are together. and th- th- Isn't that the lore? The more of them are together, the better they are.
1: Yeah, for sure. They-, they get more confident the more they are. Yeah.
0: I mean, if a book ever played to its lore, it might be this one. And I know Yeah, it's I, really s- cool. yeah I say that a lot because... The guys writing this stuff are on their game. You mm-hmm. may argue that some of the rules are this way or that way. And if you're one of those one of those podcasts or YouTube channels that actually care that everything is balanced, uh, then you can sit there and complain. But if you're just looking at stuff that fits the lore and is fun, this mm-hmm. book does it.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, it allows you to kind of take the, the stuff that you think is cool and then really reinforce that notion, like if you really think hell pit abominations are cool, then you just go for it.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Considering that that's the that's the Mulder's, uh battle trait.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's an automatic thing with them. Yeah. All right. So let's uh, should we jump in uh, first with the master clan? Let's look at the Master Clan. Let's look at their bonuses first. And then now I know you've you've looked over the lore and stuff like that, and you've looked over the 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 actual battle scrolls a little more than I have. So I'm yeah. gonna I'm I've got I've got their specialties down. I'm gonna rely on you quite a bit today, Chris, yeah. to go over the scrolls, okay? Yeah. Um first of all, first battle trait for Master Clan. Basically a three plus lookout surf for all wounds and mortal wounds, if you're within like three inches of Another Skaven unit.
1: Mm-hmm. So um, that's that's all your, gray seers and.
0: Yeah. Oh, by the way, master clan consists of thankful, gray seer, gray seer on a bell, vermin lord warp seer, and screech vermin king. That's it. Those five.
1: Yeah. But in order to do this, you can't, you can't be a monster.
0: Uh, right, right, and so... it's 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 a it's a three up to get rid of a wound that was allocated. Um. And if you you can't if you use a ward save for it you can't use this. Mm-hmm. So if you have, I mean, you maybe if you, you have a three up ward save, which I don't think you would, but if you did, then that would be just as good as this. But you could use, I mean, if you're near someone, this well, is I mean, a better use than the ward yeah. save. Actually,
1: well, I mean, the one to put it on is the gray seer on screaming bell. Yeah.
0: You're gonna have. He's gonna be surrounded by a horde of clan rats, anyways. Exactly. So take the three up. Look out, sir. Um, then, if you have three or four master, Cl- three or more master clan heroes, you get this cool ability. Yeah. Um, and here, let me let me look at this how it's worded exactly because I've got it in my notes here.
1: Yeah. So. This impressed me. Yeah. So you, so you pick a scaven unit. For, so to run, to yeah. charge, or pile in.
0: This is yeah. It's called always three claw steps ahead. Yeah. So the first unit you pick to run, and it that this this is the old this is this is where it sort of balances itself out. The first skaven unit you pick to run. If you like that run roll, you can use it for every other. You don't have to make another run roll. It just counts for everybody. Right Now, so if you, it sucks, you can yeah. ignore it, but then right. everybody's got to roll their own. So can you use
1: a command point to make it an auto six? I would assume so.
0: Or But it's, oh, hold on, what does it say? It says, after you pick it to be your first unit to run and make a run roll. So it says you have to make a run roll. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess a command point means you wouldn't roll it, right? I don't know. Does that count as a roll? I don't know. Yeah. But either if if you can, then that's even more bananas. You can use a command point, and suddenly everyone on the table can run six, yeah, also, the first charge roll if that first charge roll, think about, oh my God, do you know how much I would love to use that with my uh with my uh night Haunt? oh yeah, if that first charge roll is uh is like a ten or better, <laughs> yeah okay, we all got the ten or better now, so mm-hmm. we're all going to get our bonuses. that's dumb um and then. And this one is really crazy. Uh, the first unit you pile in with, in the, f- w- the first unit to fight in a phase and make any pile-in moves, you can make pile-in moves for each other friendly scavenger unit on the battlefield within three inches of any enemy units. Yeah. So the first unit that piles in, and they're going to fight, every other unit can pile in. Right. And it actually that- says they can still pile in when it's there when you pick them. Yeah,
1: they can pile in again.
0: That's – I have a feeling that is something that would be huge.
1: Yeah, because you could use that to really hit a unit and then just kind of swarm around it and then swarm around another unit that's not even really that close to that unit you charged. (laughs) You know what I mean? Right.
0: I mean, you got to end up closer to the unit you're in there with, but then it's like suddenly, especially if you've got like – 40 clan rats right now you're moving them around this unit which could get them close to another like you said it's it's crazy now you know the grace here is a buck and a quarter everything else is at least 300 points okay mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. the two named guys are over 400 so getting three of these in there to do all this you're unless you're just going with like a seer on a bell and two gray seers. and even then you're going up to six hundred points. Yeah, you know, and that's that's just to get your three master clan. Now I said one of these guys counts as two if you pick him, but still he that's one of the expensive guys again. So mm-hmm. uh, it's not cheap to get this cool ability, but that is really like if you're going to go and put a bunch of wizards and master clan stuff in there.
1: I mean, probably what you do is you you well. I see you probably if we were, yeah you'd probably take Grace here on Bell, Grace
0: here on foot, and then the uh, the big vermin lord. So if you do that, you're looking at almost a thousand points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that. And that's half your army with those three right there. That's no other right. heroes. Which you need those other heroes. For your other units to to give them the bonuses they need, this is where the points and how you structure this army becomes really important, yeah, but
1: you can take I mean the clan rats are so cheap, you can take so you can take so many twenty
0: for a hundred, yeah, you could take those three characters for a thousand and still have i mean, if you were being stupid because this would be a terrible list, but the three of those heroes for a grand from the master clan, yeah. And then you could still have two hundred clan rats on the board in front of <laughs> yeah. Them. I, I you. Yeah, I, you could do
1: that. I'm not saying look, I, you should. I don't think that would be terrible. I think it'd be hilarious and awesome.
0: <laughs> but they're not good, you know. Even when, in, in those numbers, it would just be bananas, you know. Yeah,
1: and they keep coming back oh, as they yeah. fight. Get D three back every battle shot. Oh, that's true.
0: Um, what else can you do? Uh, Master Clan, uh, the different command traits, you can pick uh, a command trait, uh, reroll your heroic leadership for your command point. Yep. Um, I think the one that stands out to me is reroll your cast, dispel, and unbinding rolls.
1: Yeah, so that's like... For that like, character. Right, so you could have two people that do that. I, well, I mean, it's like, I don't know, I guess...
0: How? Wait, I guess,
1: well. I guess, well, I'm sorry. So in the general... It's the same command trait as ma- as Master of Magic, so it's not. You know what I'm saying? Can't have, you can't have two command traits, right? Or, yeah. So,
0: well, actually, one of these guys can, but it's not Master Clan. But one of these groups can. It's one of mm-hmm. the things you can do. You can take that says, um, like you can use a command point. I think in here, it's one of these guys. I forget, and uh, then you can basically pick. An extra legal command trait for one turn just to have it an extra yeah. one. It's, it's they got so many weird rules in here. Yeah, but rerolling, casting, dispelling, and unbinding—that's I mean—that's rerolling all your magic.
1: Yeah, I mean it's actually a little better than master magic because I think you could only re-roll casting and dispelling, and not unbinding. That's no,
0: it's it's great. Um, or you can also take the command trait where. And everything everything is range 13 in here. I think there's course, one thing yeah. that's range 26, but all the spells, all the everything. So you pick an, uh, the other command trade. You got an enemy model within 13. They issue a command. Yeah. Roll a die, and on a five up, it doesn't happen, and you steal that command point.
1: So that's really a good one. Mm-hmm. Anytime, you can, anytime you can mess with those command points, it's so strong. It's a five plus, but there's a lot of command points getting tossed around, and Throw that on your gray seer. He's on that huge base. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the, they've got different artifacts for the master clan. Um, my favorite is that enemies within 13 inches are minus one to cast. Yeah, if you're near him. And I- one, once per game, you can dispel an endless spell that's within 13 inches. That that's just that that's just one of the artifacts you could pick. Yeah, if you're master clan focused. Yeah, I mean, there's so many. <laughs> yeah, and that's I mean, and look at okay, so you know the the lookout, sir. I like scaven brew. Which one is scaven brew?
1: Scaven brew. It's a re- one of their relics.
0: I'm saying, what was which one was? Oh, I don't it have Dewey? the names of anything. I have all of them written down, but I didn't. Oh, write so
1: scaven brew is, is you could do it every turn in your hero phase. It's not once per battle. You can do it every turn in your hero phase. Uh, you pick one other friendly scaven you within three inches of the bearer. The unit takes D3 mortal wounds, but they get plus one attack.
0: For until, all their
1: melee weapons. Until your next hero phase. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's going to be two rounds of combat.
0: Absolutely. And let's face it, if you get double turned, it could be three. Yeah. And I'm just trying to look at some of this stuff in here. where the, when, you, uh, when you put it on clan rats who have three-inch range. Right. I mean, they only have the one attack. But suddenly, now they've got like, two. Out now they of, just
1: now, yeah. Now you just doubled their number of attacks, which is amazing.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. Or put it on your storm vermin if you got a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, Man, there, there's so yeah. many different things that that you can that you can do with that. Yes, you've already got just buckets, and now it's like oh, I'm going to add an extra attack. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's look at the master clan units then, because mm-hmm. they've got all of this stuff, all this great magic stuff. Uh, excuse me. So
1: of course, on units is thankful.
0: Thankful. Who's got just such a page full of rules? And yeah, uh, I okay. Fourteen wounds, four up save. Mm-hmm. Starts with a ten-inch move that drops. He can cast an unbind 2 He's got a five-up ward save. Yeah,
1: yeah he's uh, a he's a yeah. he's an interesting character because you, you kind of want to have him fighting because he can do a lot of damage oh yeah but you also don't want to he's also not that he's pretty i mean he's pretty tanky he's not
0: a four up five up is for a hero is not bad but i wouldn't call it necessarily tanky
1: right if you had a three up five up that would right be,
0: i mean considering yeah. how big he is you'd think he would be tougher but mm-hmm. with the creature um he starts off with a plus three to cast yeah it's good Automatically, he gets D three wounds back at the end of the combat phase.
1: Mm-hmm. So he's healing twice, twice a turn. Yep, which is uh, right because end of the combat phase, it's yours and your opponent's.
0: Yes, Yeah. So he's healing back six per per battle round. Yeah, mm-hmm. bananas. Uh, then you got to pick how many warp fire braziers there are, or how many warp fire projectors, and that's that's. That warp fire projector is dumb.
1: Yeah, I was trying to figure out how this works. The attacks characteristics of warp fire equal equals the double number of warp fire braziers, which is this unit is armed. How many does he have?
0: Well, okay, he's got four warp fire weapons. And Did, you, you uh, when you, I guess when you build him, you when pick, you
1: build him, you pick. Okay, that's what I was wondering. I'm like, because what the yeah, heck? you got
0: to put them on his arms. So mm-hmm. right. So mm-hmm. he has. Uh, you can have uh, up to four of either of these. So if you if you just went two and two. Yeah. So how many how many of these uh, warp fire braziers does he has? He's got two of them, so he's got four attacks. Okay, yeah. although I don't see why anyone would pick anything. I mean, it is Ren two damage three for that thing. It's and it's and it's got uh, you know great hit and wound rolls. Yeah, but- um, and, and that's close yeah. combat. Of course, you get into close combat. Honestly, his warp fire projectors are crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's now it's a missile weapon. Mm-hmm. So he's shooting with it, eight inch attack. And you roll, and here's, well, how does it work? How many enemy models in the unit are within the eight inches? So now you're just counting up models within range. You go into some unit of 20 models, right, or 10 models. <laughs> yeah. How many, warp, how many of these projectors you got? Oh, you picked four, four projectors? Uh-huh. Four dice per model per in range.
1: Model. So if the units of 20, that's 80 dice.
0: Yes, and for every four up, it takes a, the unit takes a mortal wound. <laughs> so Why are you not taking all four of those? Is that 40 mortal wounds? Uh, well, if you got four <laughs> of them with 20 units, that's 80 dice. So, yeah, you're averaging 40 mortal wounds on a unit of 20 models if that's... you take four. But if you take four, yeah. then the problem becomes, A, you got to get up close, and then suddenly you have almost no... Punch. Right. He's still got crushing
1: blows, which is decent.
0: It starts with six fours by threes, one rend two damage. Yeah, that's up to twelve. And yeah. then two attacks uh with the staff, which is D three.
1: Um I mean, if he gets in trouble, he can just re can he just retreat out of combat?
0: Yes. Yeah. Because that's he can just
1: right, he'd scurry away.
0: Oh, unmounted hero. Is he mounted? Yeah, he's riding Bone Ripper.
1: Does it say he's mounted?
0: Does it ever say that they're mounted?
1: I don't. Oh, I mean, mount. he's riding. Yeah, yeah it yeah. says
0: yeah, mount. Darn it. Yeah, no, yeah, he's mount. yeah, he's mounted. He's not retreating. <laughs> um, <laughs> remember we talked last he episode? Lead, yeah,
1: he can't lead from the back either, which is a bummer.
0: No. Um. But so we talked about him in the lore. He's a warp stone addict. He used to yeah. take all that warp stone snuff mm-hmm. because he's crazy. Uh once per turn before he casts a spell, you can consume a warp stone torque token. Which he just has. Yeah. Roll three D six. If you roll a thirteen, it just happens and that's it. Can't be unbound. Yep. However, you take D six mortals because you, you're over you 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 took over too did. much power in. Yeah. Uh, if you don't roll a thirteen, remove any die you want and take the other two as your roll. Yeah. So it's three D six. Lose the smallest. Mm-hmm.
1: And he has unlimited warpstone tokens. For this. Yeah.
0: Well, it's not unlimited. He, one, he's got. He's got five because he can yeah, do it once five. per turn. Yeah. yeah but, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> And then his, he's got he's got his little madness spell, mm-hmm. which is which seems okay.
1: I like how they kept all the old Skaven spells,
0: yeah, <laughs> they kept all this stuff together, they made adjustments for the new for the way the game plays now, and they went mm-hmm. thankwell's got a lot he okay hero that
1: madness is awesome you can cut, you can have a, a an enemy hero attack themselves.
0: Roll a number of dice equal to the combined value of the attacks characteristics for all melee weapons for which that hero is armed. For each four up, pick an enemy unit within three inches of that hero to take a mortal wound. You can pick whatever. So basically he attacks everyone around him. Yeah, That's, He can't attack himself. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it says within three... Yeah. Well, pick an enemy unit within three inches of the hero. He is within three inches of himself. That's so I suppose pick he could himself. Unit.
1: Yeah, you can pick different units. Yeah, you can pick himself.
0: Uh... But listen, so yeah,
1: it said uh, even in the even in the in the in the in the the lore part of it. It says that's right. Cool,
0: yes. Yeah, or even
1: attack themselves.
0: So he's a hero. He's a monster. He's got a totem mm-hmm. and he's a wizard.
1: Right. So if he's not your general, since he's a totem, he can still use his command abilities within 18.
0: Yep. Which is cool. Yeah, he's he's great. Uh, And then the other named character, Lord Screech Vermin King, Mm -hmm. he also can cast an unbind, too. He's got one less wound, but he's got a 10 bravery instead of 7. He's still a 4-up, 5-up. And then he's got, uh, at the start of your hero phase, he can pick a bonus. You can only pick it once per battle, and there's like 6 of them, so it's like... Do you want to add one to your casting and unbinding, or do you want to heal D3, or do you want to add one to your hit rolls, or subtract right. one? Basically, he takes point? on
1: the traits of one of the other master clans. Yep,
0: because he knows it all. Mm-hmm. Um, What else has he got in here? He's got he... quite a bit of attacks, by the way. Oh, yeah. I mean, he starts off with 14 total attacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, threes by threes. Eight of them are at one rend. The other six are at two rend. They're all too damaged. This guy, this guy can can fight.
1: Yeah, he's, I mean, he hits on threes. Good. Mm-hmm. He's got good. He's got decent rend. Um, the doom glaive does good damage. He has the doom glaive and the plague reverbos. He has two sort of melee weapons. Yep. Especially in all the pictures they show of him, it's hard to see the doom glaive. Kind of, it's always kind of tucked back behind his arm.
0: Yeah, because he's holding it, and it's kind of he's got it. So it's it's yeah, towards the back, like he's he's got like he's got like a reverse grip on it. Right. Uh, The Rat King is cool. You can when you you know uh, it's a command ability. Uh, Pick a friendly scaven unit that's going to fight, plus one to hit and wound until the end of the phase.
1: Yeah, that's bonkers.
0: That's great.
1: That's that's bonkers. It is. It's It's so good. good. It's it's all it's it's all out attack, plus, the triumph or plus one to wound. Yeah, and you can use it.
0: It's a command ability. You can every use
1: it. every combat phase you can use that. Uh huh.
0: It's <laughs> it's great. Yes. And he's got the dreaded thirteenth, which we talked yeah,
1: about. Of course, yeah.
0: You know, cast it on an eight. Pick an enemy unit. Roll thirteen dice for each four up. They take a mortal wound.
1: Mm-hmm. Then you get to summon a unit of clan rats,
0: uh, and it's a t- it's going to be a tiny unit. Yeah, it's going to be on average about six or seven models. If you mm-hmm. get a really good roll, you might get twelve or thirteen. It could be crazy. Mm-hmm. Summon a unit. The summon unit can have one model for each mortal wound caused by the spell. You know, more than nine inches from an enemy unit. So every turn you cast this, and every yeah. turn. You could be summoning up a small unit of clan rats just to <laughs> yeah. cause trouble. Yeah. They just cause trouble to get in the way, go
1: take objectives, just be a pain in the butt. Uh,
0: Vermin King is also a demon, a hero, a monster, a totem, a wizard. So he's yeah. a totem as well. Mm-hmm. So if he's not your general, I don't know why you would make any of these big guys your general. They can you would a- Yeah. Well, plus they're named. You wouldn't give a named character no. your general if you can avoid it because then they right. don't get all the cool stuff. Right. So who else do we got in here? We've got the Warp seer
1: See a Masterclan?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what does this guy do?
1: He's kind of like the he's like the he's like the Casty version of the Vermin Lord. He's supposed to be the wizard.
0: Well, I mean, but they all so far they've all cast and unbind two.
1: Yeah, but he's supposed to be a little bit better at it.
0: Well, let's take a look. He's got thirteen wounds. He's got a four up, five up. Right, we count as two Master
1: Clan heroes for oh, the purposes of the always three claw steps ahead. This is the
0: guy, yeah. So if yeah. you take him and any other...
1: Yep. And a Grey Seer, then you're doing that. Yeah,
0: then you've got it. Mm-hmm. Um, friendly Skaven units wholly within 13 inches of this guy are Bravery 10.
1: That's, yeah, that's good.
0: Plus one to save rolls for attacks that target this unit. So he's got a four-up save, but he's actually got a three-up save.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? Because it just yeah. says for attacks. It doesn't say... Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it, one to save rolls, period. In addition, once per battle in, the, in your shooting phase, you can pick an enemy within 13. They take D6 mortals, but you can't use this ability to add one to your save rolls for the rest of the battle.
1: Yeah. I, I wish they would just give him
0: th- just three-up armor instead of adding one to his save roll. No, but I like that. So it's ba- he does... Still have it's plus one. It's practically mm-hmm. that. Yeah, but you can't then make it any better
1: than a three up. How come? Because you, can, you I mean you can all out defense down to a two up, mm-hmm.
0: but you can't ever have more than plus one save. Oh, yeah, but why would you want to waste your all out defense when you just get it constantly? Well, then you well, don't well, need it. Use you, it for someone well, else. Okay, you, well, you can save stack right. So you can save stack down to a
1: two up. when uh-huh. somebody
0: nails you with. Minus one rend, so then you're at three up. Right, but no. I mean, there's nothing in here that's got a three up. So, I I mean, I'm glad they didn't do that. I like that you've got that. And if you don't want it, if you don't want to do the super save stack, then do the D6 wounds and just drop it. Yeah. I mean, you can't give them everything.
1: Right. Well, that, that D6 wounds is a good way to finish somebody off. Oh, yeah. You just have to be th- within 13 invisible. I mean, that's
0: pretty far. Uh-huh. And then his spell, uh, now his spell casts on an eight and has a range of 18 inches, which I thought was weird. Yeah. Uh, pick an enemy unit, D6 mortals. In addition, run and charge for them are halved until oh, your next hero phase. And if they brutal. can fly, they can't fly. It's brutal. That's a great spell. And once take again, that, it's take a that. spell you can yeah. cast at every turn. Take that, Maw Crusher. Yeah, take that, Dragon. Yeah. Take that all those take that uh Realm Lord's nonsense. <laughs> or we yeah. can only cover half the board.
1: <laughs> yeah. The nasty one to put that on is the is the uh is the Maw Crusher. That uh, one would That's a big deal. That would that's probably why it. it's probably why they gave it a big range. Because you could move this guy up just to get him in range of you know, that unit just bam. You just I mean you yeah. just you just totally nuked that guy's whole battle plan <laughs> with that spell. It's like, what? I took D6 mortal wounds, and my
0: run and charge rolls are
1: half, and I can't fly? What?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's bad. <laughs> now, we also have, lastly, the gray seer and the one on the screaming bell. Gray mm-hmm. on his own is pretty basic, but he can yeah. still— Okay, a gray seer. A buck and a quarter. Yeah, he can cast and dispel
1: two. Yeah, he's still a cast two, dispel unbind two. They are ver- all of
0: these guys. Everyone, Shoot. every master clan is cast and dispel two. It's bonkers. In fact, all the vermin lords. Yep all all of the vermin lords and all the gray seers are casting and dispelling two. And the arch warlock. Yep, but I'm just talking about the the master clan. Yeah, yeah. But the yeah, arch yeah, warlock yeah. can do two as well. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, um if you're just a gracier on foot, once per turn, you can do have a warp stone. okay, so basically all Graciers can use the warp stone token. yeah, not yeah. just yeah. thank. He, he only takes D three instead of D6. Well, he's only got five. <laughs> yeah you know, and and you have to honestly, you would have to do D6 for thank Well, first of all, he's probably taking more warp stone, in. he's probably snuffing it harder than anybody. <laughs> plus he's going to put back 2d3 wounds over the course of a battle round anyway. Yeah. So you might as well, you know, you might as he needs that. Um but the regular gracier has the wither spell. Roll 2d6, you know, if it goes off you roll 2d6 on a unit. If it's greater than their wounds characteristic, they take d3 mortals and they're minus 1 to hit. Yeah for attacks made with melee weapons until your next hero phase. The 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 messing with people's mm-hmm. abilities is a thing that they do here. Minus ones to hit and plus oh, yeah. ones for them all over the place. Yeah, lots of debuffs. Yeah. So, yeah. So let's take a look at the last one here, the last Master clan. Then we're going to take our first break after an hour. Dear Lord, this show's going to take forever. Um, the Grace here on the Screaming Bell. Yeah.
1: I like this guy.
0: Yep. Uh I does this guy have a... Yeah, he's got a four-up, five-up, but at the start... 15 wounds. Yep. At the But including the regular ward save, at the start of your hero phase, you can beseech the horn, horned rat instead of casting spells. And you've got two on this one. So um, if you do so, in that phase, the unit is a priest instead of a wizard. Right. So then I'm sup- assuming he can... He can cast any of the basic prayers out of the main rulebook. Okay, so it's only all right. So, so he, he could heal himself. So uh, where does it say that somewhere? Did I miss that? That it has to be from the main rulebook? I mean that that would be all you could do. Oh, because he's not pestilence, mm-hmm. and only pestilence can do those other right prayers. Okay, so you go to the main rulebook, and you can do one of those. Interesting. Yeah, let me see what yeah so what are they um oh also plus he starts off at plus two to cast and plus one to chant if he does a prayer mm-hmm. he's got he can run the he can ring the bell we all know about that stuff all sorts of stuff can happen to that um and then once per battle if seven or more wounds are allocated to this unit, so if it's down to half of its wounds, mm-hmm. you can shatter the screaming bell. Yeah, <laughs> which is crazy. <laughs> uh, what do you do if you do that? Uh, okay, on a one, <laughs> you destroy the up. unit.
1: It just blow up.
0: On any no, any other roll, you add the number of wounds back.
1: Add the number do of wounds? the number of wounds allocated to this unit to the roll.
0: Okay, so you add, so if you've taken seven wounds, you roll the dice, you need at least a deuce. Mm -hmm. So if the modified roll is 12 or less, the bell is shattered. If it's 13 or more, you can summon a vermin (laughs) lord. Yeah. So you kind of want to wait on that until you've taken a bunch of wounds. Yeah. That's crazy. And the only bad thing about shattering the screaming bell is you just can't use crack skull or use its peel of doom ability right with the peel Not, of doom as all sorts of stuff you can do but still summoning a vermin lord once it's taken a beating summon the vermin lord heck yeah i and mean I, you're down the, I, yeah
1: i wish the i wish the the peel was a little
0: better uh there's the cool peel, stuff the different, and they're okay um I mean, In it's that, on a I mean, D6 roll, so it's not all the stuff like it was before where
1: you'd roll... Right, you right. Know. You just roll a die, and it's it's pretty random. So it can either... You can do some wounds. You can move an extra six inches. You can subtract one to hit uh, for enemies. Yep. Um, you can mess with people's commands on a five-up. Uh, you can make people take D6 mortal wounds, yep. which is... Or... You would think the apocalyptic doom would be a little cooler, but at the end of the Syria phase, roll dice for each enemy within 13, and on a four up, they take D3 mortal wounds.
0: So it's like a. Well, it's just running out damage to everything around it, though. Yeah. So I, I could see why they call it apocalyptic doom, that just damage yeah, like an, going everywhere. It's a big. Yeah.
1: So when he turns into a priest, he can do bless, which is uh, answer value four, which is just out of the main rule book. So you give a unit a six of ward save, or you can cast smite and you can hit an enemy priest with it within forty eight. That's the that's the two basic things you can do. Yeah, and then he then he can also you can also uh, banish an invocation, which is like, uh, you know, some of the, like you can like so like the, the daughters of Cain can like cast those invocations like the the blades of corn guys can do the invocations the fire slayers can do that so he could he could take those out yeah but that's that's what he can do when he turns himself into a priest which isn't
0: and then I mean mean, it's cool yeah and then you've got I mean that's it's something if you don't have anything you want to cast because I mean he's got cracks call yeah Pick an enemy unit in 13 inches, roll 2d6, and the difference between their movement and that is how many mortal wounds you do. Mm -hmm. You can't do this to units that can fly because you're literally running a crack in the earth right? and stuff's falling into it. Yeah.
1: You used to just kill stuff outright. Now,
0: (laughs) we just... (laughs) That's just the Master Clan. These are Mm -hmm. just heroes and cool stuff you can take for the Master Clan. Yeah. honestly we may have to break this into two parts just so I can put them out ease- more easily and we'll try to get out three episodes this this uh, this month we may have to if you've got time yep. because I just realized we've gone for an hour and we've covered <laughs> one clan I know man this book is dumb I love it so dumb you know time to take a break though we're going to come back with clans molder, and Eschen next and mm. hopefully we can get through this a little bit quicker And we're back. Back. All right. Back, oh, back, man Clan molder. Stab, stab. <laughs> okay. So outside of the minus one to hit non-monsters if you're near a unit and the unmounted heroes can retreat and plus one range for melee weapons for every ten models. Mm-hmm. These guys can also their battle trait. One hell pit gets a bonus, and there's a chart of bonuses here. Yeah, if you have three master molders yeah. in your army, and by the way, master molders are the only hero mm-hmm. in clan molder, and they are a whopping ninety points apiece.
1: Well, what about the uh, the vermin lord?
0: Uh, Is there a Vermin Lord? Is there that's a for no. I don't know. No, there's there not. There's not a Vermin Lord for Moulder. No.
1: Okay, never mind then.
0: So, Master Moulders are 90 points apiece, So, it's easy to get three of them for 270. Yeah. And yeah. if you do that, then all your Hell Pits get bonuses. Yep. Yeah. And, I mean, they're okay. I mean, if you like running Hell Pits, then why wouldn't you? Backup Organs is my favorite one. Because, honestly. Three Master Molders costs only 25 points more than the Hell Pit. <laughs> so,
3: yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, I, mean, if you, I mean, if you're running more than one Abomination in your army, right. you're definitely going to want to do you, this. You can't duplicate these, but, right.
0: like, you know. I mean,
1: toughened Sinews is good.
0: 16 Wounds and a 4-Up save? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's it normally got? Hold on. It's... Uh, Looking it up right now. See, I, I listed them all and I wrote the page number so I can find it quickly. Oh, nice. Look at you. 14 wounds and a five up save. Yeah. So 16 and a four up is a huge difference. Yeah. Move characteristic goes from 2d6 to seven inches. Mm-hmm. And charge rolls are automatically a seven. You don't roll the dice. Yeah. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. I don't like that. One. Yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, you're, you're picking the middle road. It's you're at least you, you're you can you you can know what you're doing. Yeah, quivering bulk's okay. Uh, plus one to the avalanche flesh. Regenerating, use the units regenerating monstrosity ability in the enemy hero phase as well as your own hero phase. Yeah, so it's D
1: three D three every hero phase.
0: That's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, reroll warpstone spike dice and reroll too horrible to die. I kind of mm-hmm. like I like the regenerating, the getting the extra yeah. 3 wounds back cuz this thing's already a, a, a nonsense monster. You definitely
1: I think you definitely want to do I would definitely pick backup organs on mine.
0: Backup organs. Reroll well, can, the dice when you yeah. do too horrible to die.
1: If you need a 5 or 6 to pop it back to life after it dies.
0: Yeah, so I can see what you're saying. The reroll that that's the most valuable reroll. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if you just Roll you know even if you don't get it back to life as you don't, you don't want to roll a one right you know so yeah. th- that chance is better mm-hmm. um, now that's their ability honestly, if you're going to take a help pit, you 're going to spend the extra ninety and take the one master molder and give them the bonus right oh yeah yeah, uh command traits you can do the uh the three up lookout, sir, near a friendly molder unit mm. Mm-hmm. You can do plus one to hit and wound for fighting beasts wholly within thirteen inches, and I forget which one of these are fighting beasts. Hold on. Let's see, that's all on pages one eleven to because I don't think the storm fiends are fighting beasts.
1: Hell pits are.
0: Hell rat, pits are?
1: Rat ogres are. Rat swarms are not. Giant rats are not.
0: So rat ogres and hell pits. Uh, is that it where are the storm fiends uh they're on page 100 they're not either
1: they're not okay that's
0: not a keyword for them yep so that plus one to hit and plus one to wound for your hell pits and your rat ogres you said
1: yeah rat ogres
0: okay or once per battle on a three up you can replace a friendly pack when it's destroyed a pack unit and the pack units are
1: rat ogres yeah Rat swarms. Yep, giant giant rats.
0: So one of those things you can replace it. You,
1: see, you notice the, the push they're giving you to take rat ogres here. <laughs> yeah,
0: dude, rat ogres are nasty. You only get two for a buck forty. Are they that good? I haven't they're, really. They're awesome, and they and they are battle line. If so, if you have a master molder, you can pick one of these as battle line. And they can have guns. Oh, that's right, they have guns. Uh, wait a minute. So it's, yeah, you just have to have a hero in your army. It doesn't have to be the general. So you can do that. So any of those command traits and then their uh, artifacts, Um, their artifacts aren't bad. One of your melee weapons does three mortals on an unmodified six in addition to your normal stuff. Plus one to hit for friendly fighting beasts and pack rats, wholly within 13 inches. That's the artifact you pick for these guys. Then you're plus one to hit for fighting beasts and pack units. So that's all of them. That's basically everything. Mm -hmm. And if your command trait is plus one to hit and wound for fighting beasts, so you are at a plus two to hit, which I know you can only do, it can only be modified by one, right? Right. Yeah. But you're padding that. Yes. So their minus one to hit still gives you the plus one. Mm-hmm. So there's that combo. Um My god. And there's the other one is your wound characteristic becomes ten. And since you okay, all of these artifacts can only go on the master molder because he's yeah. the only hero. Yeah. But he becomes wound ten wounds and heals a wound at the start of your hero phase.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So that's all the stuff the molders do. It's basically bonuses. They're getting bonuses to their all their little monsters.
1: Yeah, I think I think the best combo there is you get rat ogres, you double reinforce, so you got unit you know, of six, so you got three guns. You just cut an outrageous number of attacks.
0: Okay, so but now the storm fiends, and they're not even near the rest of this stuff. Mm-hmm. They're clans molder and scryer. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't realize they were both because I didn't list them in the Scryer list, but they are oh, in there yeah. too. Yeah, because
1: Clance Scryer has worked with Boulder to like put a little brain rat on the back of the... Oh,
0: that's right. So now there's three models in the unit, and they have fixed the taking the dumb things. So you can... Uh, give one of them, one of the three can have warp fire projectors and clubs or wind launchers and clubs. One mm-hmm. of them can have grinder fists or rattling cannons and clubs. Mm-hmm. And one of them can have doomfair gauntlets and warp stone armor or shock gauntlets and warp stone armor. Yeah. So it keeps you basically. Didn't everybody used to take the one, what was the one thing everybody took? Was it the warp fire projectors? Yeah. And they just give that to everything. And these guys became dumb. Yeah, well, they just—they just there was just like a, a just a,
1: you know, there was like a what is that like a eight inch range of doom around them. Yeah,
0: it's yeah. A, it's yeah. Don't make an attack sequence for warp fire projectors. Instead, roll a die for each model in the unit. For each four up, they take a mortal yeah. wound.
1: Yeah, which is the same thing
0: that Bone Ripper does. But, yes, but
1: yeah, they had three of them. It was just ridiculous.
0: Oh, that's right. Because each of them would roll, so it would roll. You would roll three dice for every yeah, model in it the was, unit.
1: It's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, that was that was broken and dumb. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of people out there with nine storm fiends.
1: Yes. Who played Scape and who are now like, oh,
0: I could only stinks. use three of them. I got to go find other stuff to fix it. Yeah. Well, don't don't be that guy.
1: Yeah. Don't don't spend half your points on nine storm fiends. They've got a lot <laughs> of.
0: Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> um, they got three different missile weapons and four different melee weapons, and they can all have some sort of. And it's all pretty good. Yeah, but I mean, you, again, could, you,
1: you mean, I think you could you could just pretty much take if you want to do shooting, you just have one guy's got a rattling cannon, one guy's got a wind
0: launcher, one guy's got a warp fire projector. That rattling cannon, threes by threes, one rend, one damage, three d six attacks. Mm hmm. It's perfect, Skaven. Yeah,
1: because I would roll a five every time <laughs> on 3d6 oh yeah you'd average 10 yeah not me <laughs> <laughs> that was not with was, was my skaven i would roll
0: a six or something uh, of It'd course just be you terrible would. and then the whole game i'd have to hear about it if i yeah. can't roll more than a six with these guys i swear <laughs> oh uh, my god uh yeah three for 320 they're not cheap no um but they're also battle line if Mm-hmm. In fact, the storm fiends are battle line if the rat ogres and the giant rats. So let's do this. We saw I, the think, storm.
1: I, I think the power in that is the, um. You know, there are two clan molder heroes. There are pack masters. Pack and masters master are heroes. Oh, they're not heroes. You're right.
0: No, I thought they were too. No, because you could get three of them for sixty five points. What but, do they
1: do? Oh, they help you move.
0: At the start of your movement phase, pick up one friendly molder pack. Yeah. Pack unit.
1: Add three to run rolls and charge rolls. That's insane.
0: In addition, until your next movement phase, add one to wound rolls for attacks made with melee weapons by this unit.
1: Oh my God. So check it out. Okay. Ready for cheesy combo? Cheesy combo. So you take the, the Molder uh, command trait. So okay. like you re- replace a unit, right? You buy a unit of six rat ogres. All right. Yeah. Because uh, it can
0: be battle line if. So if it's battle line, you can double reinforce it.
1: Yeah. So you push them into combat. You know, they do whatever. They get killed, whatever. They do as much damage as they can. And then you do your ability on a three up, get that whole unit back, <laughs> deploy it within 13 inches of the general, more than nine from all enemy units.
0: And then, and their you, warp fire guns reach sixteen inches. One, and then, one yeah, in and, every two models can have a and warp then, fire and gun, and then
1: you can charge with them if you've got your packmasters within range of that unit, plus three to charge.
0: And let's not forget, you've got how many did you we take? We took. Uh, they come in two for one forty. So we took. We have six. Yeah. So that makes uh six of them get 24 attacks. 3s um, by 3s one ren two damage and sixes yep. do two hits. Yeah. Yeah, for such an ugly little model, that's not bad. Four up save? Yeah. Six wounds a piece. Six wounds easy. and
1: they move seven. My god.
0: Yeah, that's not bad. Oh, that's sweet. And okay. can
1: can they and they they can benefit from <sighs> strength and numbers. They're fighting beasts and a pack.
0: Oh, no, they can't benefit from strength and numbers. There's only nine. No, there's no. only six. Darn. Yeah, they can't get up to strength and numbers. But they're fighting beasts and packs. So if yeah. you picked that command trait, they're plus one to hit and a wound when they're wholly yeah. within 13 inches of yeah. the, master the master molder. Yep. And if you give him that artifact, they're also plus one to hit. Another <laughs> plus one to hit. <laughs> oh my so they're God. hitting on. Well, there are threes to hit.
1: Yeah, hit on one. So you're
0: actually getting it to one. So even if you get a minus one to hit, you're still hitting on twos, wounding mm-hmm. on twos. Mm-hmm. One rend, two damage. That might be awesome.
1: I think that's amazing.
0: Yeah. Now what's four, the other... four, four up armor, that's impressive. Now, you can take a rat swarm. Now, those yeah. guys are pack, so they'd get a bonus two. Mm-hmm. Five attacks, five by fives, one damage. Yep. And at the end of the battle shock phase, you could t- put one model back. There's four wounds; they don't have a save, and right. you only get two in there. So as long as you have one left, you're going to put one back.
1: Yeah, they're 55 points for two. <laughs>
0: it's just that's like uh, I got I got points left. Yeah. Uh, what about the giant rats? Oh, they're on the yeah, next I like page. these. I like these. Now this is six for sixty. They're also Battle Line if you've got a Master Molder. Now, you can only take one of these per Master Molder, but as we already said, each of these says you can take one per Master Molder. Yeah. So if you had three Master Molders, you could have three Giant Rats, three Rat Ogres, yeah. three Stormfees, and that just you, makes them Battle Line. That Yeah, just, you,
1: and you can only ever have 18
0: Giant Rats. Yeah. Uh. Because there's
1: six the coming packs of six.
0: Yeah, so you can get up to thir- up to eighteen, right. If yeah. you if they're battle line and you double reinforce them. Right. But um their their wave of rats rule is it's pretty nasty. So okay, they've only got one wound and they have no save. Right. Two attacks, fours by fours, no rend and one damage. But what's that wave of rats rule do?
1: It says improve the rend characteristic of the characteristic of this unit's vicious teeth by one if it has three to five bottles. Improve the rend characteristic of this unit's vicious teeth by two, instead of has six or more models.
0: So if you take if you even if you just reinforce this once and you take twelve of them for hundred and twenty points. Yep. That's twenty-four attacks, yep. fours by fours, two rend, one damage. Yeah. That's now kinda you kind of dumb.
1: And now you can benefit oh. from strength in numbers.
0: Yeah. Now it's got. Yeah, you're right. So you've got twelve. So you got strength in numbers. So they're well, they're hitting at uh, two inches, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And then, because they're a pack, uh, if you took that artifact, they're plus one to hit. Yeah, so they're hitting on threes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, it's also kind of awesome. Yeah, it's all sorts of fun with this. With this, isn't it? Those guys are dirt cheap. <laughs> so Those who 60, else? Sixty points. Yeah. I mean, they're not sweet, they have no they're gonna die,
1: of course they're gonna die, but, but who you cares? just
0: throw them in at something. I suppose you I here's tra-
1: what it is you you have to, you can't ignore them.
0: You could take an all molder list. I mean you might yeah. you want to get some wizards in there, so this stuff yeah. is so cheap anyway, you throw in a you throw in a thankwell or a screech vermin king because yeah, I
1: think I think you throw in Screech vermin King because he would make sense that he's leading this army, yeah, right.
0: Absolutely. Wow, that's pretty cool. Now, the Hell Pit.
1: Because he actually, I mean, his knowledge of flesh crafting is about as close to a Molder Vermin Lord you're going to get. Very true.
0: Um, Hell Pit's got 14 wounds and a 5-up save. Yeah. It heals D3 wounds in your hero phase. Mm -hmm. Um, It can literally, on a 4-up, ignore spells and endless spells. Yeah, which is pretty cool. That's the Warpstone spikes, which mm-hmm. is one of those abilities that you get you the reroll. Yeah, if you're not worried about the too horrible to die roll. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: look how much damage I can do.
0: Okay, so the avalanche of flesh works on a two up, and what does that do? Okay, don't use an attack sequence. Roll a number of dice equal to the number of models in the target unit you are in range. So models in the unit. Okay, so if you're going over something big, okay, a three inch range. You can re-roll any of the dice if this unit made a charge. So you got to.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. For each roll is equal to or greater than the avalanche of flesh value. You take a mortal wound.
0: So it starts off at a two plus. Mm-hmm. So you roll for all the a, models a, within yeah. three inches because it's got, a th- like you said, it's got a three inch range, re-rolling them. And it's mortal wounds.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty much a missile. You're going to just launch this thing into something. It's going to hit. It's just going to do a crap load of damage, and it's going to die.
0: Not too quick, though. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's got a five-up save, but 14 wounds, and if you can, you can heal. You know, it says uh, if it's destroyed, heal, D6 wounds if you roll that, and any wounds or mortal wounds that remain have no effect. So it's going to come back for a little bit. Uh, Gnashing teeth, six attacks, threes by threes. Ren three. Oh, by the way, this is a fighting beast. Yeah. So that uh, command mm-hmm. trait plus one to hit and wound for fighting beasts, and mm-hmm. then another plus one to hit for fighting beasts with the artifact because you're gonna take that. Yeah. I mean, this if you're playing this, you're gonna make that Molder guy a general, right? And mm-hmm. take that. Oh yeah. So for then sure. this is all twos by twos. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Gnashing teeth, six attacks with that ability, twos by twos. Starts off at three rend. You don't drop down to two rend <laughs> uh-huh. until it's taken nine wounds. Yeah, it's pretty two much damage. Yeah. yeah. And then you start off with six flailing fist attacks, also going down to twos by twos because you have mm-hmm. the molder with the plus ones. Uh-huh. One rend, three damage. This thing can really... Yeah, like you right. said, you're just sending this...
1: Yeah, you're just launching it and hoping it can do good. <laughs> Cause it's got random movement, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, two d six inches, so it could go real far. Good. Good suck. <laughs> uh. Which is
1: why, well, how much? Anybody, I mean, for points, how many it is? It's not that bad.
0: Well, the nice thing is, if two
1: forty five. I mean,
0: so you take this, you take Screech, because isn't he the one that counts as two? Did we talk? We talked about that in the last segment. Who counts as two towards the, the the three. Uh, who is it? Is that Scree- is that for, Screech or is that the warp seer?
1: That's the the warp seer does that for master clan.
0: Yeah, he counts as two towards the master clan uh, yes. purpose of the three claw steps ahead. Yes. So you take of if you have a vermin lord warp seer mm-hmm. and a gray seer in this army with all your molder stuff, mm-hmm. right? Because then mm-hmm, you don't okay. need the two. Oh, then you got I see three. Then you got three steps ahead. Yeah. which means. That first guy that you roll a nice run with or a nice charge with, you can use that for this as well. Oh, sure. Now, you still got to roll the 2D6 move, but then the run automatically Mm. is good or your charge can automatically be good, Mm. which is nice when you've got random movement to add something.
1: Yeah, so I wonder what the tactic is. Do you roll your first charge with like a crappy unit and see what you get? And that, you know what
0: I mean? Well, yeah, because it's that first one. Yeah. That's the only one you can pick from. It's not like once you get a good one, the rest do it. Right. So you get that unit. It's like, oh, if they suck, it doesn't matter, you know. But, and then I can roll for all. You don't want to roll for the good one. Right. You wouldn't
1: want to do that. Because
0: if, if that's a good roll, great. But if it's a, you know, I mean, you want a yeah. chance at getting that awesome roll Yeah, because
1: basically what this rule does is it allows you to kind of make two rolls for like you're a good unit almost right cuz
0: that first go, roll you, yeah if that first, first roll, roll sucks then they roll that, their own
1: then they just roll their own roll so you get kind of two bites at the apple to get a really high roll yeah it's crazy mm. yeah it's interesting it's a, it's a really odd way to 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 do something like that it's cool but
0: it's, but the the molder stuff is like you said it's 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 cool and it's fun
1: oh my god i i, I would think Two six packs of rat ogres running around would just be a terrifying. That's thirty six wounds.
0: But oh, then you're not oh. reinforcing anything else in your army. No. Which means you're either doing all molder. I mean, where you, you you need some stuff to contest and do stuff. You're gonna need some clan rats. Now, granted, you don't need to reinforce them. You get twenty for yeah, a hundo. Twenties, yeah. Five points a mile. <laughs> <It's... laughs> Didn't they used to be like three though? They were oh, super yeah. cheap too. Them in yeah. this and the old zombies, you could get uh, right. thirty for a hundred with a full command unit. It was mm-hmm. ninety for the thirty models. Mm-hmm. So that's Clan Molder in a nutshell. Yeah, uh, and that one only took us like uh, what twenty minutes because their stuff's actually pretty straightforward. I like I like Clan, I never
1: ran much Clan Molder back in the day. I was pretty much a Clan Skyer guy and Eshin.
0: Well, speaking of Eshin. Now Eshin's got only four units.
1: Yeah. Two of They well. have a
0: they have a Vermin Lord. Yeah. Uh the Vermin Lord Deceivers theirs, de, uh, the Deathmaster, and then if, Gutter Runners and Night Runners, which are both, once again, battle line if you have a yeah. Deathmaster. Right. So if you have and they're a buck sixty five. So you could take two Deathmasters and then run an entire gutter runners and night runners list.
1: Mm-hmm. They also have a they have that slink skitter shank guy.
0: That's that's a war. That's a underworld. He's cool, though. We don't talk about Bruno. <laughs> okay. You know how I feel about this. <laughs> now, I, mm-hmm. as I've, I've said it every book, and I'll say it again, if you come across one that you think is like, oh, I'm definitely including this in my army. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to talk about them. But otherwise, I ain't buying that stuff. That's just me. <laughs> all right. So Eshin, their battle trait, you pick an enemy hero at the beginning of the game, and friendly Eshin units are plus one to hit and to wound against that hero. Yeah. If you have three Eshin heroes, which means three Death Masters, which mm-hmm. you're talking about 500 points at this point, all... Enemy heroes are plus one to hit and plus one to wound when attacked by Eshin units. Melee, melee weapons, and only. melee, right? But still, if you're running all gutter runners and night runners, if you're in a clan oh, Eshin on.
1: maniac, so the first one is is hit and wound rolls, all just all hit and wound rolls. Yeah. So even even shooting,
0: but that's yeah, that's what I thought. But, they, the next,
1: it, but the next, the next one is three or more add one to hit and wound rolls made with melee weapons by clan friendly clan Eshin's units that target enemy heroes. That's interesting. They changed, they,
0: it's different. Uh, okay, add one to hit and wound rolls for attacks made with melee weapons. Huh, wait a minute. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> so here's, this, is, this raises a question now that you pointed this out. Okay, start of the first battle round, you determine it, you can pick one enemy hero... Yeah. Add one to hit and wound rolls for attacks made by friendly clannish and units against that hero. Mm-hmm. If you include three or more, add one to hit and wound rolls for attacks made with melee weapons that target enemy heroes. So does that mean now it's just melee for all heroes? Or do you have I, one that I you picked it, that gets <laughs> hit and wound for everything and everybody else is just melee?
1: I think it's if you have three or more. You only, you get plus one to hit and wound for melee
0: for all enemy heroes. So you don't get the—it's not—so it's not, so it's not, it's not hit, and, hit and wound against one hero for everything, and then everybody else is just melee. Mm-hmm. Ah, I kind of like it better my way. Once again, I'm, gotta, I'm wondering if there's an FAQ that we missed. It yeah, probably I, is. Uh, yeah, I mean, there might. yeah. Oh, and if by the way, if your general is Eshin, he counts as two heroes. That You can pick that command trait. Yeah. So you can give him the command trait to your general if he's Eshin. Then you only need two of them, two Deathmasters, right. which is dropping it suddenly to 330 points. Yes. Um. What other command trait? Can't be a target of missile attacks if you're within an inch of terrain. That's so good. That's cool. Uh, and the other command trait is you can fly and use, yeah. use their finest hour twice per battle.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Unless you really are going for that three Eshin heroes to get all the bonuses against all the heroes, mm-hmm. which is a cool concept. Mm-hmm. I kind of like the fly and using the finest hour twice.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because he gets plus one to wound mm-hmm.
0: with finest hour.
1: Yeah. So that means he would be plus two to wound. Right,
0: can you is is wounds capped out at? I guess everything's capped out at plus one. I think right? everything's at a plus or minus one. Yeah, yeah, except for rend. Right. Um. Now the thing is with Eshin, all their artifacts are a once per battle thing. Yeah. Start of the combat phase, you could strike. You get strike first until your next hero phase. End of the movement phase, teleport you know, anywhere more than nine inches away. Uh, in the hero phase, give one. to oh, – This one's cool. Once per battle you can give one terrain feature within six inches the gnawhole rules on top of its mm-hmm. other rules. Which means suddenly and that's kind of cool for Clan Eshin, because even if your opponents are all sitting near the gnaw holes trying to keep you from popping around them. Yeah. I'm just gonna make this guy a gnawhole right here and bring right? stuff out. That's that's God, no, it's called a gnaw bomb.
2: Yeah.
1: This fearsome weapon uses gnawhole technology to tear a temporary rent in reality. Which of course he just jumps through. <laughs> of
0: course he does.
1: <laughs> just gotta jump through this no big because
0: deal. they're crazy. <laughs> they are this this is the, and it's i mean orcs do crazy things i mean you know if, and especially if you do forty k space orcs do the craziest things, yeah, that warp thing that they throw that they' just it's like. <laughs> You know that that weird warp gun that they've got that oh, like yeah. actually just creates a hole in the. That's
1: the shock attack gun. Yeah,
0: and it's like what it
1: does is it shoots. It sucks up whatever. It's like it's like a big vacuum tube at the bottom, so uh, it like shoots snotlings or whatever, yeah. like through it and opens up a portal inside the gun and then opens up the other end of that portal inside of a battle tank or somebody's armor or yeah. something like
0: that. And I just, I remember reading about that, and the Imperium is like, they're literally opening a hole in the warp, and they're yeah. using it to throw themselves through. They're like, yeah. they come out the other side completely insane.
1: Yeah, they're shooting snotlings at us using warp technology. What is happening? <laughs> <laughs>
0: But yeah, I mean the Skaven are. Li- I mean we've already talked about this. They all think they're the greatest. They're all. Mm-hmm. I mean they're all clinically insane. They yeah. just do stupid stuff. Yeah, the only ones who might have
1: a slight, like, s- sense of order is Clan Eshin. Maybe you know what I mean. They well, kind of have a. They're the yeah. They're the sneaky
0: ones. Yeah,
1: they have like a they have like an academy that Skaven can go to and prove their worth.
0: <laughs> yeah. They're still pretty crazy, but they're also weird goth uh, assassins. So they've got to be a little.
1: <laughs> Which so, one of those do you like? What do you mean? Of the clandestine uh, uh relics.
0: If I was going to pick an artifact. Mm. Uh, I, you know what? I'd probably pick the gnaw hole thing. Yeah. Just because that, I mean, that's, that, that's one of those. It's an important facet of their army of being able to move around.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And just to be able the, to pick one the, anywhere. Doesn't that kind of do the same thing as the Far Cloak? I don't know.
0: What's the Far Skitter Cloak?
1: So it's, it's the same kind of thing. It's like once per battle at the end of your movement phase, you can remove the bearer from the battlefield and set them up again at the battle more than nine. Um, yeah, but the No hole can be used for anything. Oh, you know what? And it's in your hero phase.
0: Yeah, in your hero phase, and it's there till your next hero phase. It's not just, I'm going to yeah. go. I'm opening up an extra gnaw hole uh, until my next hero phase.
1: Yeah. So you could, like, send other stuff
0: through. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. It's yeah. not just for him. T- that that once per battle teleport is, is nice. Yeah. But if I can open up another gnaw hole, that's what I'm going for.
1: So then, but you, have, you you can only jump out another gnaw hole, right? Well, yeah. Yeah.
0: But still, you can have stuff by that gnaw hole that suddenly jumps through and comes to you, too. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so at the end of your turn, I'm just reading the gnaw hole rules. Pick a unit within six inches, remove it from the battlefield, set up the unit wholly within six inches of a different gnaw hole that does not have any enemy, enemy units in three of it and more than nine from all enemy units.
0: Which is why if you are playing against Skaven, you try to basically contest these things, get your yeah. units near it so they can't jump around. Mm -hmm. But suddenly I've got a unit near this, and boom! I open up this thing. Yeah. So basically, you just stash them in the corners, right?
1: Or you make it. Yeah. You kind of like have to put them in places where your opponent is going to want to keep stuff next to it, because if they don't, your stupid assassin is going to open up a knob, a knob bomb, and your whole army is going to jump through it and come out the other end of that knob. (laughs) Right.
0: Yeah. Plus, gnaw no holes give you plus one to chanting if you're within three, and plus one to cast, dispel, and unbind. Wow! So I just have all these guys over here, and I just drop a gnaw no hole next to them, and I just bumped them. And especially yeah. when you've got characters who already have a plus one or two or three to their cast and their yeah, unbind yeah, and yeah, their yeah, chanting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I open this up near a screaming bell, which mm-hmm. has plus two to uh, cast and plus one to chant. Yeah. And now it's three and two. It's just, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's a, I think there's so many uses for this that that's, that's the one I'm yeah, automatically think, taking.
1: Uh, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, right. that's cool.
0: So let's talk about the deceiver because he's in this. Once again, yep. a two cast, two dispel wizard. Yep. Four up, five up. Um, He's got two projectile weapons. Yeah. So D6 attacks from his Doomstar, threes by threes, one rend, two damage. If you roll a six, you just automatically do the two mortals. Mm-hmm. I it, wish it
1: wasn't D6 attacks. Ugh, I'd rather it was like D3 plus one, honestly. Uh, I'll take I, it. I hate D6 rolls for that kind of stuff.
0: That's because you always roll low.
1: <laughs> I do. I always roll a two. I always roll a two.
0: Uh, and the prehensile tail starts with four attacks, and that's another three by three, one rend, run damage. It's great. Yeah. And then their melee weapon is six attacks, threes, and it starts off at twos to wound, rend three, two damage. Yeah. This is also a hero, a monster, and a totem.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, I mean, it's just got so many things. So, uh, They've got a command ability. Pick a friendly Eshin unit to fight. That unit receives a command plus one to hit and wound rolls.
3: Yeah,
1: and it doesn't have a. Uh, I it, mean, it's got an eighteen-inch range for Lord of Assassins. Mm-hmm. It's a command ability.
0: Oh, command! Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And he's a totem, so
0: yeah. But still, plus one to hit and wound. I mean, it's fantastic. They and they. So many of them can get these different bonuses.
1: And that's uh, that's in combat, yeah. So, right, no, no shooting on that one. Uh, and then Shadow in Darkness. Yeah, he can't he can't be picked as the target of a shooting attack unless the attacking model is in nine inches of this unit. That's amazing.
0: Yeah, which means he's gonna if you're shooting at him, he's coming to get, he's gonna come grab you. Yeah, well, you're yeah. not gonna be able to, you're not gonna be able to shoot him with anything. Right. Uh, and he's got the skitter leap, cast on a sick range of eighteen. Pick a hero. Mm-hmm. With 13 or less, a wound characteristic of 13 or less.
1: So including is, himself, yeah. Which is
0: the Vermin Lords and stuff like that, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Remove him from the battlefield, set him up more than six inches. Yeah. Now, you can't move after that. You can charge, though. You can charge, and you're six. six Not inches. nine. Not nine. Six.
1: Yeah. So That's great. So the shenanigans with that thing is you're limited by the number of wounds. Right, so thirteen not,
0: wounds or less. So you can't take Thankful.
1: And do thank you. Do all the vermin lords can go through. Okay, no Thankwell,
0: no screaming bell.
1: Right. But anyone else is fair game.
0: Uh not the hell pit. Well, that's
1: I think it has to be a hero, doesn't it? Or
0: the plague oh it doesn't oh, be uh, no it doesn't oh, have I'm to be sorry?
1: Yeah, Scaven Hero.
0: Oh, it's gotta be a hero. Okay, you're right. So there you go. Oh, and uh you can't you can't transfer the plague furnace right so you can't do the guys on the giant things right and you can't do thankful yeah you can't bamf
1: the Thankful through it that's just good i wish thankful could do it on his own because that's like his that's like his thing in like the lore scare leaping all over the place
0: yeah but not while he's riding bone ripper
1: no, probably not.
0: That's the thing. Bone Ripper, is, is, that's what slowing him down. He's not taking Bone Ripper. Plus, when he's writing Bone Ripper and all, and all jazzed up on Warpstone snuff, <laughs> yeah. he's not skitter-leaping anywhere. He's like, no. I can take on the world. <laughs> like I said, <laughs> I, I, actually, die, bad I went back after we read this, and I went back and, and, and looked up some of my old the, the books, and I was looking up the Gotrek and Felix. Yeah, Seriously, if you've not read these, it is worth it just to get those passages after he takes warpstone snuff. <laughs> yeah. Where he has these delusions of grandeur. Yeah. Where yeah. it's like it's so fun to read it because <laughs> he does it's just watching the patterns of his brain start to go haywire. Yeah. And start to all the things he's thinking is so much fun. Alright, so that's the deceiver. Let's look up the Deathmaster and then the two guys that can go with him. Yeah. Alright. Uh one fourteen.
1: So just a quick aside. So yep. the dreaded skitter leap. Do, do you launch him through it or do you launch someone else? Depends on what you need to do. I mean if you're I think if I think it's like a combat thing, right? You're gonna launch So so is this where you buy like the Vermin Lord Warbringer. Well, if you
0: have got a Warbringer, he's the guy to throw through at six right? inches.
1: Yeah, I mean, you literally just launch that dude. Yeah, through the through the dreaded skitter leap, and because that guy is a monster in combat, and you
0: and you just drop him six inches away, but you drop him near other units because if he's within thirteen inches of three or more friendly units, he's mm. re-rolling wound rolls. Yeah, right. Yeah. Unmodified rolls for him of sixes. Uh, the damage characteristic for his uh, yeah. spike fish jumps from three to six. Like, yeah, he's
1: it, brutal. And it's just on hits. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to him later. But I'm just yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. I'm just wondering, because I don't think I'd launch this guy through the dreaded scare leap. I'd launch somebody else. Unless he's in trouble. Unless he's in trelley. Because more
0: than six inches away from enemy units doesn't mean I got to get close. I could take no. him away to the other end of the battlefield.
1: Oh, sure. Yeah, of course.
0: So um, your Death is a hero. It's the, it's the Eshin hero. Mm-hmm. He's, and that's the new one
1: that came in that new box.
0: Yeah. Five wounds, four up save. Now, he's got a 12-inch throwing star, five attacks... Fours by fours, D3 damage. He's also got five attacks on his blade. Threes by threes, one rend D3 damage. A lot of random damage. Yeah. But still, I mean, he's got five ranged attacks and five melee attacks. That's not bad.
1: I think his his deal is his uh, hidden killer rule.
0: Uh, Which
1: is? So he hides in a unit.
0: Oh, right, right, right.
1: Right? So when you pick them, you, you pick a Clan rat Storm Vermin, a Nightrunner's unit, and you record the information on a separate piece of paper. No cheating. Okay. No cheating. You can't cheat and say he's in a different unit. And then, right? Yep. And yep. then at the start of the combat phase, he jumps out. Sure. So when he reveals him, uh, yeah, he just kind of hops out, and he has to be within three inches of the unit, in which it was hidden and then that's it.
0: Yeah, and now you have to reveal him before the unit's destroyed. So if a unit's going to be destroyed, before you pull that last model off, you put him down, he takes a mortal wound for that, though. Yeah, yeah. If if the unit he's in dies, yeah, he he has to come out. Uh, Yeah. Unmodified hit rolls of six do D3 mortals. Mm Mm-hmm. And he can run and shoot. I mean, he, it's, he's a, he's your, he's your, yeah. yeah.
1: Including shooting his Ashen toxins, which is cool.
0: Right. So he's not a bad little, little uh, hero character.
1: Yeah, I mean, I wish he was, I wish he was a little better. I was expecting a little bit more when he, when I, when he came out. And he's 165. Yeah. He's 40 points more than a gray seer. like.
0: That is true. I mean you can hide him in a unit so he's pretty survivable. But as soon as he pops out and does his thing, he's gonna get ganked. <laughs> I think. Five wounds, four up save. He's the, he, I mean he's he doesn't, he's he, that's a basic that is a that's a basic hero. Shouldn't he have a shouldn't he have a ward save? Uh I would think so, but no, he I guess like a, not. He should have a dodge, right? Right, you would think so. I would think he would. All right. So, let's look let's get through this guys. Let, okay, so you got Gunner runners and night runners. Mhm. Uh gutter runners, there're 5 of them for 105. They one wound, five up save. These guys that's the problem with clan Eshin, mm-hmm. Is they're not cheap and they 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 don't have they one wound no. and, and bad saves.
1: Right. I mean, it's like like what do you do with them? Their range on their stuff is kind of short.
0: Yeah, 12 inch range on their throwing stars.
1: It is, I mean, it is poison. You can run and shoot. Yeah, which is cool.
0: Unmodified hit rolls for attacks are six. They do a mortal wound. So sixes do mortals. Yeah. And you can hide it. Now, that's the one thing that you can do with this. You can can put it aside. Yeah. At the end of your first movement phase, set it up wholly within six inches of a terrain feature more than nine inches from enemy units. I do like that. That's the thing with them. That's where the cost comes in. Yeah.
1: And how? uh, Gutter runners. You buy them in packs
0: of. Gutter runners are five for a buck. Oh five. Yeah. Night runners are ten for ninety. Yeah. But they've got a six up save.
1: (laughs) They're seriously terrible.
0: Yeah. One attack fours by fours. Their throwing stars are fours by fives. Like they're terrible at it.
1: I mean, you could take a unit i mean they're and their slinking advance is interesting. that's a huge move at the beginning of the game two d six yeah, I mean, if you're going first in some of these new missions man, you
3: that's not got a, bad a bunch jump. of
1: these guys i mean you do they're literally just they just run up, but get on is, an objective, and then they just all die
0: <laughs> i i just I don't see this being. I would. I can't see. I cannot see running a pure Ashen army. No, they're, they're too fragile, and there's just not enough for what you're getting.
1: No, I mean, I think the only reason you take any of this stuff is the gutter runners can do their sneaky infiltrator stuff, which yeah. is cool. Night runners, I could see a use. You know, maybe just to go get like objectives, like right away, like they could pretty easily do that. They they could get a turn one charge in and they could do they could pin somebody in place for a turn, which is cool. Right?
0: I, I, they're, they, not they, they, they're not useless.
1: They're not useless because what they could do is they could move up. So you get a good roll seven, eight inches. Boom. And then they move
0: seven. Boom. Yeah. And then they're right there. Then they charge. I'm just saying they, this army is not conducive. This this clan is not conducive to being a whole army. No, no, these I guys mean, are role players in other armies. Right. Uh, I mean, you could do a Moulder army, pure oh, yeah. Moulder. Although yeah. you would want to still add some Master Clan to it.
1: Oh, for sure. I think yeah, because that would make it a lot better. I think yeah, with the th- the three pause steps yeah. ahead in that Moulder army would be brutal. Yeah, cool. <laughs> be awesome.
0: Uh, like and. uh because like verminous and pestilence, you could do those pure even without Master Clan, mm-hmm. because you have a vermin lord in each of them. Yeah, and with claw lords, you could just have tons of clan rats and storm vermin. Pestilence, yeah. you can run that as you the want.
1: In because of the plague furnaces. Yeah.
0: In fact, uh, I noticed with the allies, there's only mm-hmm. one ally, and it's maggot kin of Nurgle, and your general has to be pestilence. Mm-hmm. To take that. So you could do pure pestilence with some Nurgle even. I mean,
1: plague monks have the Nurgle keyword.
0: Yeah. Which is cool because there's some stuff that uh, you could do, and it says that Nurgle units are immune to it. So it's mm-hmm. like, well, they're Nurgle.
1: Yeah, in the Magikin book. Yeah. Uh, there's Yeah, there's a couple things in there.
0: So that's Eshin. That's yep. a pretty... Uh...
1: I always liked Eshin. I always you know, but I don't think you could, like, I don't think you could run.
0: No, you. I, it's, it's. I
1: think their, their most powerful thing is their, is their Vermin Lord's ability.
0: Yeah, they've got extra cool stuff they can do, but that's not, that's not it. That's, mm-hmm. it, you just can't play them alone. Right. All right. You know what? Let's take a break. I'm tired. Yep. I need a minute and then uh, we'll come back. <laughs> And then what do we got next? Uh, Verminous. Oh, we've got three more. Oh, dear Lord.
1: Verminous, Plague Monks, Pestilence, and Skyer is going to take two hours.
0: It, uh, no, because we're going to, we're going to, we got three left and we're not spending all day on all of Skyer's dumb little things.
1: Skyer's going to take two hours. No. We need, a, we need a whole show on Clan Skyer. Then we're
0: doing them separate. <laughs> I'm at it. will be back. Back, we're back ah. with the Verminous. I love Verminous just because I love all the Clan Rats, and I've always loved the Storm Vermins and the Claw Lords. Like, that's- yeah, that
1: kind of a—that's kind of a new thing, right? Clan Verminous. Like that wasn't a thing in like Eighth I, Edition.
0: Well, no, because Storm Vermin and Clan Rats were in completely separate things. Storm Vermin were the elites.
1: Yeah, it was like it was kind of like I think it was just kind of expected that every clan had their own. Versions of clan rats and storm right.
0: and well, the storm Vermin, like remember you could remember I think you could take like one big unit one you know decent unit of that and it was always a, you know you could take that thing and you could put a care remember you could put the character in the palanquin in the middle of the unit like that was back in uh,
1: yeah, what was that thing? it was like a, was it a palanquin
0: well, I just remember he was on some sort of a thing, but that was you'd take one of your heroes.
1: I gotta grab I my. Have... Ska- I'm gonna grab my escape Hold on one
0: second. Oh dear Lord! Now, <laughs> all right. So I'm gonna go over while he's doing that. I'm gonna go over some of this stuff now. For Clan Verminus, their battle trait is the Claw Lord. This is the cool thing. Claw Lord can pick an extra command trait for the turn, as uh as their heroic action. Now, if you have three or more Claw Lords in your starting army. You pick a heroic action, they can all pick an extra command trait. Now, there's three command traits here. So your general can pick an extra and everyone. So while you're off doing your nonsense, I was going over the battle trait. Okay. So your heroic action, this is the one where I said heroic action, you can pick an extra command trait for your general. Yeah. For one turn. It's good. It'll keep it for one turn. And it's not a bad heroic action. Mm -hmm. And if you have three Claw Lords in your starting army, when he picks that as his heroic action, they can all get an extra command, get a command trait for that turn. I found it. Which is cool. Okay, what is it?
1: It was a war litter. Oh, that's right. Some warlords go to battle atop litters born by slaves and guarded by the strongest storm vermin available. So a warlord and his war litter move and fight as a single model, even in challenges... And that got extra attack, strength, and initiative. And it was and basically got, a palanquin got, being yeah, pulled by a you, bunch of rats. And you got plus one armor, and you could use the lookout server roll. So it was kind of like, yeah,
0: cool. <laughs> it was a very cool uh, model, and it was really neat to see it in the unit.
1: I, you know, Skaven never got a hardcover book. What do you mean? You mean like back in 8th, 8th ed? In 8th edition, they never got, an 8th, they never got a hardcover book. Good. That's crazy. They
0: don't deserve it. They'd ruin it. They're terrible.
1: Like, like I pulled, the, I, I was looking through my book. Oh my God, it's soft cover. What the <laughs> heck's going on? Here?
0: All right. Um, so picking that extra command trait is pretty cool. What are their command traits? There's the basic, and they can pick the basic command traits as well. It's any legal command trait. Yeah. Um, so one you could pick for your general is the three up lookout, sir, within three inches of any Skaven unit uh there's also if a unit within three inches fails battle shock do three mortals d3 mortals to them and they now pass battle shock <laughs> that's just like club you know keeping them in line yeah um this is an interesting this other commentary the first two wounds or mortal wounds caused to this general in each phase are negated
1: that's amazing that's great I like that. Now one. wounds
0: caused, so it's just the first two automatically. You just don't count them. It's not wounds that you didn't save.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's not wounds allocated. It's just the first two wounds you take in any phase. You just don't count them.
1: Right. So, so that's
0: in every phase, in the hero phase, in the com any phase. Just okay. I do four wounds. Okay. Well, the first 2 I'm not even counting right off the bat before I even roll anything. Yeah, that's that's really good. I like that one. And once again, I don't have that, but I use that heroic action and I can just add that in for a turn when I need, you know, for that when I need it. Mm-hmm. Or later in the battle, you add when you got a bunch of units around you and you're starting to get beat up, you pick that, oh, a unit within three inches failed battle shock. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you want the lookout, sir, almost oh, automatically. For sure. But these other things, just add them in. Because you can get an extra command trait for one turn because the, the Claw Lord has one of the coolest battle traits there because, you know, I mean, if it, it, I mean, there's times when you're kind of just using your heroic action to get an extra command point or whatever because you don't yeah. have anything to do with it. These things are better, you know, sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, what kind of artifacts can you give a Claw Lord? You can give him... Uh, you, oh, this one's interesting. You cannot be the target of an attack in combat by more than one unit per phase.
1: That's really good.
0: Yeah. How many times have you had two or three things oh. near you and they're piling on just to kill you? No. Nope. Happens all the time. Yeah. Uh, the other one, plus one to save and a chance to destroy an enemy artifact at the start of your combat phase. Okay, let's look at that one. Hold on. That's in the artifacts. That's got a bit more rules to it. And that's just
1: you talk about the, the rust-cursed armor?
0: Yeah. Okay. Plus one to save rolls for attacks to target the bearer. In addition, at the start of your combat phase, so once again, that's mm-hmm. every combat phase. It doesn't say once per game. Pick an enemy hero with an artifact within three inches of the bearer and roll 2d6. So you've got to get up close to them. so it's not yeah. going to call all the time. Roll 2d6. If that's greater than their bravery, they no longer have the artifact. Right. If they had to pick a weapon to 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 modify, it goes back to its normal stats. Yeah, that's kind of so, cool. Yeah. Oh, you have an artifact? Not anymore. Just with it, with it, just a decent roll. That's super situational, mm-hmm. and super uh, iffy. It would not be my first choice of an artifact. It's pretty good just for the plus one armor. Yeah, plus one to your save. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And then the other one they have is also interesting. The Warpstone Charm, minus Yeah, minus one for save rolls for enemy units within three inches of the bear. So you run up into combat against a big unit, and as long as he's there, they're minus one to save. For And it, just, and it's, it doesn't say just for him. They're just minus yeah. one to save.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: At the start of your hero phase, roll a die. On a one, the bear suffers D3 mortal wounds. Well, that's not good.
1: That's not a big deal, because he's going to be in the back anyways.
0: Yeah, but minus one to save once you get right up there. That's I like that. Yeah. Um. So that's their abilities. The lookout, sir, the chance for the extra stuff. Now, what can a Claw Lord do?
1: So the Claw Lord's best thing is his his uh, command ability, the Nash, Nash gnaw in their bones. Okay, what is that? Uh, Use his command ability when you pick a friendly clan verminous unit to fight. You get plus one attack.
0: Oh, so let's see. What are our Clan Rats and Storm Vermin, who are our dudes here? Um, well, Storm Vermin have two attacks. Clan Rats have one. But jumping that up to two when you have a minimum of 20 models. Yeah. And 10 Storm Vermin. So 10 Storm Vermin go from 20 attacks to 30 attacks.
1: Yeah. That,
0: yeah. And 20 Clan Rats go from... Twenty attacks to forty attacks.
1: I mean Rusty Halberd's three attacks. Threes, threes, rend one damage one? That's you know, that's the same profile as a blight game. Threes, threes, rend one damage one. I mean it's only I mean you see bump it up to three attacks with his command ability. Yep. You can bump it up with other stuff too. Yeah. Pretty I'm sure there's gotta be a way to do that.
0: And this is interesting. If a friendly scaven hero is within three inches of this unit, so this unit, so all the other guys we've talked about how they can get the lookout, sir, if they're near a unit, you can give the, 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 those heroes that special ability. Mm-hmm. This unit just automatically look out sir's heroes near it. Yeah. On a four-up, it goes to the unit instead of the hero. So it's not as good as the three-up lookout, sir, but it's still a four up lookout, sir. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Oh, by yeah. the way, if you got a m- musician, you got plus two to your run roll for this unit, if it has any drummers.
1: Who are you talking? The
0: the Storm Vermin.
1: Oh yeah, Storm Vermin, yeah. Yep.
0: Oh, and also and also for the clan rats. If you have a musician, they have plus two to their run rolls. Yeah. And they can retreat and charge if they have a standard bearer. Which is
1: such a good rule.
0: Yeah. Plus, you said for Clan Rats, you're putting D3 models back into yeah, the unit.
1: Every Battleshock base.
0: And, and a four. These, these are good. See, I, I could run pretty much a ver, just a verminous army. I would mm-hmm. totally do something dumb like that. <laughs> just have all sorts of bodies, just contesting everything. Yeah. They're both battle line. And they're not even battle line if. I'll take the Vermin Lord Warbringer, I'll take some a couple of claw lords, uh a bunch of these units, and then bring in uh a couple of Master Clan. Yeah. Because you're not that, gonna that... run pure because of the Master Clan thing.
1: Right. So what you do is you I mean, with that ability to pile in twice. You know, they do that pile in, pile in thing. Yeah. The clan rats. And then, so you're going to be like encircling people a lot, right? You're going to get into combat. You're going to pile in. You're going to pile in again if you're doing the three paw steps ahead. Then you, you know, you get smoked in combat, whatever. You still got 30, 40 guys. Then you just retreat. Because you're probably going to be on the outside of the combat because you're just piling in all of them. Then you just retreat away back, you know, into the backfield objectives. Because I don't think the clan rats, you, you don't want them fighting. You want them using their Galician veteran rules and expert conquerors, and they count as three models each, and you've got 50 of them, so they're counting as 150 models on the objective, like that kind of stuff.
0: Oh, you're still going to want them to fight, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're, gonna, but yeah.
1: you're not going to want them just in prolonged combat, so get crushed, you want them to move up. Right. Do some stuff, pile in twice, and then retreat <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, you know, I, towards like, you know, the other objective. So in those ones where you have if you capture you know, so you like there's one battle plan where you take your objective in, in on your territory, then you take the one in the middle, then if you take your opponent's objective, you just win the game.
0: Oh yeah. yeah you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, these guys could do that.
0: They could. That's pretty cool. I didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. Man, if they count as three and you have, if you double enforced one. Yeah. they are just, that's 60 kind of, models.
1: You, you, 60 models. You kind of have 180 models no, on the objective. I, the only
0: problem is you wouldn't get the LFV within, what, six inches of the objective? I don't think you're going to fit all 60 models in that circle. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> But that's the only problem. Oh, I couldn't fit all sixty in. Then again, if you got them, if you if you got them in that, that six inch radius, so it's a twelve inch diameter, mm-hmm. you could get them in there. You should be able to get them in there at one oh, foot, yeah. and there'd be. A, you would have to kill them all, only because that's the only way you're going to get your models in that circle. <laughs> yeah, because the clan rats are filling it. circle. That's yeah. dumb.
1: That's amazing. That's so dumb. So cool.
0: Yeah, but that and that, oh, and there's Verminous. We kind of wrapped that really quick because there's only the four units, and the Clanites and the Storm Vermin are very similar.
1: Yeah. You know, there's,
0: yeah. It's so good. All right. So then I guess we're going to, let's do Pestilence next because Scryer is going to be long, and that's all we've got left after this. So let's do Pestilence next. Mm Now, their battle trait is plus one to chanting rolls. For every yeah. other pestilence priest was in thirteen. We talked about this.
1: Um, did we talk about Clan Verminus's uh Vermin Lord, the Warbringer? Didn't we?
0: Oh no, we didn't. That's right. We started to talk about him. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. All right? We started to talk about him, and then we uh we yeah. we said let's talk about him Cause, later. Because
1: we were thinking about launching him through the the other the Lord deceivers. Right.
0: I'm sorry skitterly. About that uh, so this
1: so this guy is just he's the kind of the big <laughs> fighty guy in this whole book.
0: But he's also a two-spell caster. Yep. Four up, five up. Mm-hmm. Reroll wound rolls as long as you are within 13 of three other Skaven units, which we said it would be easy to be.
1: Yeah, you should always be.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. He's got this spike fist. Yeah. It's two, oh, It's only two attacks. Twos okay. by twos, which actually will degenerate. As he, gets, as he takes more wound, it's harder to wound, so it can go down mm-hmm. to twos by fours. Mm-hmm. Two rend, three damage. If you roll a six, yeah. the damage goes from three damage to six damage. <laughs> now, it's only two attacks, but still, two rend and it can do six damage is good. Yeah.
1: There's plenty of ways to get an extra attack on this guy.
0: Yeah, his tail has four attacks. I mean, there's just a bunch of stuff. Uh, he has his own command ability. Of- Tyrant of battle. Yeah. Uh, pick a verminous unit to fight in the combat phase. Or plus when you one, pick them. Plus
1: one hit, plus one wound. Oh,
0: God. So that goes back to that, and we're talking, what is it now? How many- he can pick himself. He can pick himself. But then those storm vermin, with their two attacks, which you just boosted to three attacks, yeah. are now hitting and and wounding on twos. Mm-hmm.
1: That's, that's rend one. <sighs>
0: Yeah. And then he's got his own spell cast on a seven. Pick D three friendly Skaven units, wholly within thirteen inches. Until your next hero phase, if any models in that unit are slain, they can fight before they're removed from play. That's that's really good. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm gonna cast that on my rat ogres.
0: Yeah, because it's friendly Skaven units. Any Skaven units. This Warbringer just seems like you want him in, in any army. It's he's, he's almost 400 points. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, you can imagine that. You, you you run in with your rat ogres, you put death frenzy on them. They fight. Rawr, then they get attacked. Two of them die. Those guys fight again. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I like the sound effects with that. Rawr. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So yeah, so he's he he adds quite a bit to your verminous army. Oh yeah, any army, and he's got the he's a he's a, a two caster. You could take him and a couple Clawlords, and all cl- you could go pure verminous even without mm-hmm. any master clan.
1: Yeah, you can, You could take two. You could take two of these guys if you wanted to. I would. I would take that. Be dece- I I'd take a Deceiver and a Warbringer. Is what I would do. If you took two, just if you were, I'm just saying, if
0: we're trying to keep yeah. it clear. Yeah, pure vermin. Two war bringers and two claw lords takes you up to about a thousand, yeah. which leaves you only 200 clan rats left. Or maybe if you don't want to do that many, you could take a bunch of storm vermin. <sighs> yeah. You could take a smaller amount. But that's just, I mean, you can just, you could do it because he's tough. Mm-hmm. And he's a double caster. The problem is a lot of especially the 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 Vermin Lords, they 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 don't have a lore. Oh, we never even talked about the lore's. Now we, we forgot do- to talk lore's because that's on a different piece of paper. We'll get, we we get back to it. Uh, we will. Yeah, we definitely will. But um the 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 lore's are only for Yeah, it's whereas, a cl-
1: gray seers get it their own and uh, clan Pestilence gets their own.
0: No, Pestilence gets prayer. Scryer gets the spells. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. But yeah. so these, Stires, all of yeah. these, these Lord vermin Bruin, lords. Yeah, Lord Ruin is yeah. the grizziers. Yeah, the vermin lords don't get any. They've got the arcane bolt and the and the mystic shield and then their spell
1: and then their own spell. Yeah,
0: and considering they're casting and dispelling two. Mm-hmm. They're just going to either be Mystic shielding the hell out of stuff, or they're going to. I mean, they. Or more, more likely themselves. Or. You and know, then, they, and can, you can cast Arcane Bolt more than once per phase, right? Isn't that the no. thing with. No? No. So he. Yeah,
1: so. So he casts it himself, then he gets into combat, and he does D3 mortal wounds to you. No,
0: but I guess what I'm saying is if you have multiple Vermin Lords, mm-hmm. they're two casting, but they each only. Most of them only have one spell. Right. So it, well,
1: there, there's the realm spell you could cast.
0: Oh, the realms. I, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. So mm-hmm. yeah, there is plenty for them to do. Okay. All right. So, pestilence. Plus Uh, plus one to chanting rolls as for every other priest within 13 inches of the guy chanting. If you get a six or better on that roll, you can also do a great plague. Let's yeah. take a look at this. Uh, Should we talk about their chanting, by the way? All of them go off on a three. All of them have a 13-inch range. Mm -hmm. Uh, Disease, disease, pick an enemy in range, roll a die for each model. Every five up is a mortal wound. No effect on Nurgle. Mm -hmm. Filth, filth, pick a friendly pestilence uh, unit, plus one to wound until your next hero phase. And rabid, rabid, pick a friendly pestilence unit, plus one attack. With melee weapons until the next hero phase. It's crazy. Plus one attack for the pestilence stuff is really quite good. Yeah,
1: because then you can do the other things that add extra attacks to people and give, yeah, or, you know what I mean? Right. And, there's so many ways to get extra attacks in here.
0: Well, that's because there's just so many of them. And honestly, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the Plague Priests... I d three or two attacks, depending on their weapons, the plague monks have two attacks apiece. yeah, so that extra attack is just like suddenly oh, and you've got ten ten plague monks for ninety points
1: yeah, they're cheap,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah
1: They used to be a lot of hardier, remember like these to be, remember in the old game they were toughness four they were always a pain to kill oh them. yeah
0: because they were they were they're uh, Nurgly up. and yeah. they're and they're high. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um so plus one to chanting rolls for that's this their that's their basic uh battle trait mm-hmm. you can give a command trait if you're pestilence general to he gets another plus one to his chanting rolls mm-hmm. so he's basically chant it's on a one isn't it what Oh, plus one for everyone within range. Okay, and then yeah. plus one to Roll. Oh, we should go over the great plagues. I'm kind of I'm getting tired now, and I'm getting stupid. I know. It's getting late. Okay, let's look at this.
1: So the great plagues are, um, if you
0: there's five of them,
1: and so, make a chanting roll. You always get plus one to the chanting roll for each other friendly clan peasants priest holy within thirteen of the chanter. Okay. Um, so in addition, it's a chanting roll for a prayer chanted by a friendly clan. Plus, this reaches six up. You can pick one of the following great plagues to manifest. You can only do one
0: per yeah. turn. So if right. you have multiple guys chanting, the yep. first six up gets to call it.
1: Right, and you can you and you still use both prayers—the one you are trying to get, and then the, you get the great plague stacked on top of it.
0: Right. Now, can you You can only chant any given prayer once per thing, right? Each great plague can manifest once per battle. No, I'm talking about when you do prayers. In any, you could do, you do, oh, yeah, in any phase, yes. Yes. Yeah. So when you're doing your prayers, if you have more, there's only three prayers. If you have more right. than three plague monks, only three of them are saying prayers because you can't say it more than once. Am I correct? Well, yeah, you could do disease, disease, filth, filth, rabbit, rabbit, bless, or smite. Oh, okay. So I forgot about bless and smite, the generics. Yeah. Okay. Right. All right, uh, the first one is the Bubonic Blight Plague. Mm. Pick the nearest enemy unit within 13 inches. It's got Bubonic Blight Plague. If several are tied to be the closest, pick the closest. The infected unit takes two D6 mortal wounds. Ow. If it's destroyed, pick another unit within six inches of the last model to be slain. Mm -hmm. That unit's now infected and takes D6 mortals. If that's destroyed, pick another one within D6. They take D3 mortals. Continue until either a unit is not destroyed or there are no other enemy units within six inches of a destroyed unit. So it's kind of like the old plague spell from the old game. So it's 2D6 down to D6 down to D3, D3. which will keep jumping at D3.
1: Yeah, Yeah. You're probably not going to kill something at D3, but you never know.
0: But still, that's a lot of damage it can be.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is the ultimate...
0: Character sniper. Oh, just,
1: yeah, yeah. Oh man. So oh there's where's your little wizard guy? Oh, there he is. I start with him D- with two D6. Two D six for a wounds. Oh, he's dead. Sweet. Where's the other guy next to him? Ah, ha ha. D six. Boop. Oh, I got him too. I roll a five. And then oh. you just do D three on somebody else. Yep. It's awesome. Just melt two of your opponent's heroes. You want to take the next one? So it's called Crimson Wheel Curse. Uh, pick an enemy unit was in 13. Uh, the affected unit takes a mortal wound. And then at the start of every turn, the infected unit and each other unit within an inch of the infected unit suffer a mortal wound.
0: Meh. I like how it's infected for the rest of the battle, though. Yeah. Because you know what? You, you cast this on a character. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. got to be the closest. That's the thing. So... Yeah, well, you're, nearest
1: you're, enemy unit was in thirteen. Yes.
0: So it's got to be the nearest unit, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So part of this is when you have multiple plague monks. Yeah, you're trying to get that six on the guy near the near the. It's like, okay, which of these do I want to try to get, and yeah. who do I want to get it with?
1: Well, a lot of times, like I mean, the the armies that you're facing, I mean, a lot of these guys they lead, you know, with their characters, you know, and we need right. Got, You've got the Lord of Afflictions. He's going to be in your face most of the time. You've got the Maw Crusher guy. He's going to be right there. You know, he's, you know, the, the Star Drake. 2d6 dude, the,
0: mortals on the Maw, on, on the, on the, the hero on Maw Crusher. That's nasty. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's how you kill him with this army, you know.
0: Crimson Wheel's fun if you're just going against a character. It's like, okay, I'm only doing one mortal wound, but now you're going to start. Now time's ticking. Yeah. All right, what's the Red Maw Plague? Let's see. uh, The nearest enemy hero within 13. So this is specifically Mm -hmm, the heroes. mm -hmm. Uh, He's got it for the rest of the battle. If several enemy heroes are tied for closest pick, okay, blah, blah, blah. At the start of the combat phase, if the infected hero is within three inches of any other units in your opponent's army. and is so good. Not within three inches of any units of your army. You can treat that hero as a friendly unit until the end of the combat phase. So wait a minute.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: I give this guy the curse for the rest of the game. Yeah. If he's within fighting distance of his own army and not mine, I can pick him to attack his army. Yep. That's amazing. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: That's wonderful. So it's probably only going to work once.
3: Well, it can only work
0: once because you can only use it any of these once. You can only use one per turn and you can only use them once per game.
1: He's infected for the rest of the battle. Yeah. So what I'm saying is... You'll, you'll, you you'll do it. You you cast your rabid rabid. You pick the nearest enemy hero within 13. Uh-huh. That guy. Your fighty hero. That guy. Now, he's I get to control him because he's within three inches of your own guys. Right. But not within three inches of my guys because it's like turn one or two. Mm-hmm. So now you get to control him in the combat base. He d- destroys something in your opponent's army. So now... That's probably about the only time you're going to get to do that because your opponent will most likely keep him away from his own units
0: at that point. But see, the beauty is if you pick it on something that's, say, a wizard, Mm -hmm. and remember, so I use him in combat, um, you have to fight against him. Yeah. So when I take it and I throw it on your wizard, who's got a crappy save and five wounds, and I throw him against that unit that was protecting him, that unit has to fight back. You don't get the option to not fight back.
1: In your army, you could treat that hero as a friendly. Yeah, I mean,
0: he's actually in your army. So he's my friendly unit. So it's an enemy for you at the moment, and you can't choose not to fight when you have an option to fight. Yeah, that's true. So they're going to have to put him out of his misery. If they don't, (laughs) he'll try to run him away, but then you've suddenly moved him away from range, or he's got to come in and try to attack you, in which case he's constantly fighting till he dies. Yeah. which is the whole point of the Red Maw Plague. I think mm-hmm. that's a cool one. I really like that one.
1: I do like that one, too. I didn't think of the other part of that. That's cool.
0: Yeah, because they're going to have to fight him back. hmm That's just... <laughs>
1: um, and then, because th- the cool thing about these is you get to pick which one you want to use. Yep. So, I mean, if you've got that sweet, you know, if the closest, en- if the closest enemy unit to you is a character, man, you're going to do Blight Plague on that guy. <laughs> right. You know, if it's not, oh, then I'm gonna do. It's a hero. Oh, there's there's a hero. Bam! I'm gonna do Redma plague on that guy. Right. Because he's the closest hero. Yeah, these are these are excellent. Um, never or, or if, Even
0: if you've got a unit like you know one of those stupid Stormcast guys with the two up saves. There's three of them. Yeah. They got what four wounds? up. I'm gonna take two D six. I could take that thing apart. I can take. Oh, yeah. Two D six. Anything. Kill that whole unit. Yeah. Anything that that's hurting a little bit, you can finish off with that. Mm-hmm. All right, what was the Never Plague?
1: So Never Plague is, if this Great Plague Manifest, you can re-roll chanting rolls for friendly clan pestilence priests for the rest of the battle. Which is cool, because if you get one of these and you don't have anybody in range... Turn you one. Just, turn one. You're you, just not, do the, yeah. you just do this.
0: Turn one, I give the Never Plague, and now I'm re-rolling. So now right. I'm almost guaranteed to be getting my sixes for the rest of the game. Probably. Right? Yeah, I would think. And then the last one is the Undulant Scourge, uh, nearest enemy unit within 13, roll a die for each model in the unit, for each four up, they take a mortal wound.
1: Yeah, it's just wipe out half the unit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> just, just casually those, just wipe it out. So those prayers are great, which is there. why their battle trait is so, excuse me, I didn't mean to belch in the mic, is so important. Uh, and you're, you're not just going to see in pestilence. Like I said, it's one of those arm, you can just take this as your army because mm-hmm. the plague sensor bears and the plague monks are battle line. If, so what do you do if you have a plague monk
1: on the furnace and a couple of other plague priests just kind of hanging out near him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you got the priests around here and then you got some, you got the, yeah, I mean, you you, I think- you might want some verminous stuff in there just to bulk it out. That's why you would. But just these abilities are so cool. Mm-hmm. Plus, I think people like to play pestilence. Like, if you like Nurgle, you like just to, you know, I've seen so many. back, Even back in 6th and 7th edition, it's like, yeah, I'm just taking, you know, you have to take clan rats in that yeah. army. But then it's like, once you got your minimums filled, it's like just all plague monks and stuff like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh let's see. What are their command traits? We said plus one to the chanting roll for your general. Or for your yeah. Um plus one damage for missile weapons for the from the plague claw units within thirteen inches. So when we get yeah. to the plague claw, it's plus one damage. Mm-hmm. Uh end of the this one is interesting. End of the combat phase. Uh, roll a dice, and if it's a four up, every enemy unit within three inches gets D three mortal wounds. That's, yeah. that's not bad. But that's one. I, I mean, that's the plague priest on the furnace. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you got a plague priest on a furnace. Give him that. You know. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and what are their artifacts? Uh, okay, this pick one melee weapon. An unmodified six is rend three damage six. Man, that's
1: yeah. It's on the wound roll. That's a that's I, I I don't like the ones that are unmodified wound rolls of six because it's so swingy.
0: But so but still I hit and nasty. then sixes to wound suddenly that's a perfect wound. You know? Yeah. Ren blade three of, damage of, six, yeah. blade of corruption, yeah. Uh the other one, start of the combat phase, pick an enemy within three inches and roll for up to two D six mortal wounds.
1: Um but, yeah. uh, well which are the Fuma, which are you talking about? The Fuma goddess?
0: Um, it's, yeah, whatever it is. The artifact, uh, so yeah.
1: So one or two, nothing happens. On a three or
0: four, it takes D3. On a five or six, it takes D6. Yeah. But yeah. so, I mean, that's start of the combat phase. Every combat phase, you're throwing out some mortal yeah. wounds. Once again, yeah. run that character up against your your other little five-wound heroes. Uh, and the last artifact is strike. This one's interesting. You strike first when you charge. But starting from the second battle round at the start of your hero phase, you must transfer it to another friendly clan pestilence hero on the battlefield. If it's possible, even if that hero already has an artifact.
1: That's weird. That's
0: a- so you just, you've got this thing and it's like, okay, I got it. I charged and I got it to strike first. Now somebody else take it. It's the It's called
1: the, the sentient. It's called the, Blisterivus, the living cyst. This sentient pustule migrates from host to host, whispering its mad ravings and driving its bearer into a fevered frenzy. Oh, yeah, that's so, yucky.
0: That's it. just yucky.
1: Oh, that's cool. <laughs>
0: uh, okay. Um, so that's it for all their special rules, and they've got a bunch. So let's talk about what they can do here. So, uh, first of all, they got the Vermin Lord Corruptor, which is. I think he's the cheapest Vermin Lord. In mm. fact he is. He is the least expensive of the Vermin Lords. Probably let's see. So why is he so cheap? Where is he? He's on page ninety three. There we go. I mean he's got all the same
1: stuff. He's got a cast two unbind bind ward of five. Um he can do mortal wound damage with his weapon. Um then he's the plague master. Uh so in the comet phase. Enemy unit within three, four. We take D3 mortals, and then he can um, he can give a command ability to a unit of clan pestilence. Uh, they get plus one Hidden wound. So that's the standard thing. Yep. And then he can cast the dreaded plague spell. So it's cast seven range 13. Pick an enemy unit within range, invisible. Roll a dice each four plus take a
0: mortal wound. So it's another wipe out half the unit. There's a (laughs) lot of those. Yeah. Now, okay, his Plague Reapers, his weapons are pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, He starts off with 2d6 attacks. So once again, you can have anywhere from 2 to 12 attacks. Threes by threes, two rend, two damage, and sixes do a mortal on top of the damage.
1: Yes. On hits, yes. Hits of six. Mortal wounds, yeah. So yeah. he's like, um, he's kind of like a a, qu- a, qu- a quantity guy. He's gonna have, yeah. to have a ton of attacks. So
0: he's got all that going for him. And once yep. again, a two cast wizard, and like you said, he's got that dreaded plague. So he's mm-hmm. running him up anywhere near any of your biggest units. Yeah, and he's just,
1: um. I guess I only. I guess he doesn't. He just kind of like runs up and like buffs. Clan Pestilence stuff, which is cool, but then he kind of gets into combat and does some a bunch of. stuff. I mean, stuff. it's two
0: d six, so he's averaging seven attacks, mm-hmm. but still, it's two ren two damage. That's not bad.
1: No, it's good. He can. I mean, he'll kill a unit.
0: Yeah. Uh. Okay. So we have plague priests and uh, plague furnace. Uh, your plague priest is your Nurgle Pestilence. Hero.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um Okay, so he gets he has D3 attacks with his staff, threes by threes, one rend one damage, two attacks yeah. with his sensor, fours by threes one rend, plus one attack for the melee weapons if he charges.
1: Yeah.
0: Minus one to wound rolls for attacks made with melee weapons that target him. Right, he's clouded in gas. Yeah. Oh, gross. Oh, that's right, because of the sensor. Okay. The sensor. Yeah. And then he, his. He, oh, he's got his own prayer. Pestilence, pestilence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they all have their own. I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, pick a point within 13 inches and roll a die for each unit within three inches of that point. On a four up, it takes D3 mortals. If that unit is a clan pestilence unit, heal D3 instead. Yeah, yes. That is a great prayer. Yes. Dropping that down in the middle of a battle between the two, you're taking D3, I'm healing D3. Nice shift right there.
1: Yeah. Um I wish that the plague breach on furnace had it this he has the same thing. I wish they had called it something different so you could like double do it, but <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately they're always
0: this, looking for the filth. Well,
1: because well, you need it, because that thing's going to be in combat. It's just getting pounded.
0: Well, yeah, but I mean that's that's why you have a thousand things in this army,
1: right?
3: Uh,
0: so,
1: so the Plague recent furnace. Uh, we haven't really talked about how the, the so these things get pushed into battle. The Plague furnace and the screaming bell, so they can't move unless they're within 6 inches of 10 or more other friendly Skaven models.
0: But that's so easy to do. Yeah. It's a big base, and you just have to keep a unit near it. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: but that's how they move. And So this right. thing, is, it's the Altar of the Horn Rat, so it has a ward of 5, and don't take shock tests for friendly Skaven units wholly within 13 of this unit, which is...
0: That's great.
1: Amazing. And it doesn't... the. Yeah, the, uh, the the grace here and Screaming bell, he doesn't do that. No, yeah, he doesn't do that. He gets to do either a priest or a wizard. Yeah, so this one actually, this one actually halts battle shock tests, which is cool. Oh, okay. I see Yeah. What you're saying. Yep. And then because it has the same rule, altar of the horn rat, and then the plague sensor, um, it's like a huge ball, like a huge warp infused ball of like spiky ball in a big chain, and they like shove it back and forth into combat, and they smash things that are in front of it. So you pick an enemy within range, on a two-up, you take a number of mortal wounds equal to the value, so it starts off at six. Um, I don't know, sorry, no, no, sorry. that's D3, 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 D3 plus, plus four. four. Then it goes down D3 plus three, D3 was two, D3 plus one, and it gets bracketed. So it can do up to seven mortal wounds, which is sweet.
0: Minus one to wound it in melee.
1: Which is awesome.
0: There's a bunch of those in here.
1: Yeah, all, a lot of the
0: plague stuff is
1: like that. And then Pestilence Pestilence is the same one that the guy on foot has. So you can either do damage or heal.
0: And if you drop that right next to this thing, whatever's attacking, it's going to take D3. You're going to heal back D3 on this 15 wound monstrosity. Mm-hmm. It's just, I love this stuff. Yeah. I've always liked Clan Pestilence, though, because I like Nurgle. And this is just really cool stuff. Yeah. So that's the priest and the priest on furnace. Oh, and the priest. Uh, wait a minute.
1: He's got he's got his weapons. He's got you know the staff, the blades, and then it, the spikes of the machi- of the thing itself can do
0: damage. Right. Uh, what do we have left then? We've we did the vermin lord corrupter. We did the priest. So we got the monks, the censor bearers, and the plague claw. Let's yeah. look at the plague claw first. Yeah.
1: So it's a war machine. Uh, it's the only it's one the old it's only claw mas- catapult, right yeah, it's yeah. the only war machine that's not Skyr. um so it's the the double kit you can either make the cata the plate claw or the warp lightning cannon, so this thing's got you know range six to thirty only one shot, but it hits on a three wounds on a two two rend d six damage, which is cool um. And, but you don't have to be able to see the models you're attacking with this
0: thing. And if the unit has ten or more models, it's mm-hmm. plus one to hit. Yeah, and it's two d six damage. Right. So that's a big difference. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
1: Um, and then hideous death. You add two to the battle shock roll for units targeted by any friendly units. With this ability during that turn. So you, so. so um, okay, you don't you have, you
0: literally, don't... you're literally throwing poisoned, plague-ridden goo at your yeah. enemy. It's yeah. hitting them, and they're starting to dissolve. Right. And their they're, they're pustules and boils are erupting all over their body. Yeah. Their skin is splitting. So panic sets in much right. more easily. Right. So crucially,
1: you don't actually have to do any damage with this thing in order to trigger the hideous death rule.
0: No, they just just have to be
1: targeted. You just have to be targeted. So you can shoot stuff in combat. So if there's a big combat going on, you can just shoot this thing right into the middle of it and add two to your roll for your battle shock.
0: Right. I mean, you still have to pick a unit you're aiming at. It's just that unit. But yeah, whatever it is, two to battle shock. Exactly. Which is a big difference at times. Oh, yeah. So that's the plague claw. Now the plague monks. Wait, we have monks and... Priest and yep. Sensor Bearers. Yep. Left, right? Yeah.
1: Yep. Sensor Bearers. Yeah.
0: All right. So the Plague Monks. Uh, They're
1: kind of your standard rat. Yeah. Move six, six save, five bravery, one wound. Um, their standard bearer uh, has an icon of entropy. So every time a model is slain by an attack with a melee weapon, before we moving that model from play, we'll die on a six up. You pick an enemy within three and you take a mortal wound.
0: <laughs> okay. So, so as you kill these so guys. every time a model dies. So if I take five of these guys off, because plague monks are 10 for 90. So let's say yeah. I, t- I reinforce it. I got 20 of them. Mm-hmm. Five of them die. Then yeah. I roll five dice, and for every six, somebody, uh, they take a mortal yeah, so wound. Yeah, okay. like it's the same rule as like, the Stormcast have. Plus one to roll it, to run and charge, okay, for these guys as well. What else can they do?
1: So the champion
0: has the the
1: bringer of the word. He's the champion. Uh, he has a thing called the Book of Woes, and uh, you use it in your hero phase. And if your enemy is in thirteen, you roll a die. On three or four, you take a mortal wound. On a five or six, you take D three. On a one or two, doesn't do anything. Okay, and then they are equipped with fetid weapons. So uh if you hit and you roll a six it has rend two instead of dash.
0: Yeah. Now and they get pl- and they get plus one attack if they charge. So on the charge they're suddenly at three attacks and sixes yeah. have rend two damage one.
1: Yeah, and then you're easily gonna get these guys to four attacks using the myriad abilities of the rest of this army. To right. bump them up another attack they're most likely going to have four attacks That's each when bad. they get in there, and they're going to be attacking in three ranks. So there's going to be twenty of these guys, or, or thirty of these
0: guys, probably. Well, then you'd That's, have to double reinforce them. That's, sure, well, they'd be battle line because you can only do that to battle line. But they're battle line if so. You make them battle line, yeah, and then it's thirty.
1: Yeah, then you have 120 attacks at Ren L sixes are Ren two. It's
0: bonkers. Plague Sensor Bearers are five for 90. So they are they were, I mean, I just remember you'd be having more of these things in the old book, but maybe that's just me. Mm-hmm. Um, they have three attacks, threes by threes, one rend, two damage, and they're two uh, wounds apiece. They yeah. only have a six-up save, right. but two wounds apiece.
1: Yep, they get plus one attack if they charge.
0: So that comes to four attacks.
1: Yeah, and plus one to wound
0: if they're holding an 18 of a Plague Bunk unit. Which they will be.
1: Yeah, and then they're minus one to wound because of the fumes. So these guys are kind of another, you know, just point and click. They run in there. They charge. They do a bunch of damage. They die.
0: Yep. The only thing, yeah, they're just, they're smaller units. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing is they're they're not cheap, so that's the only thing. But that's all the pestilence, too. Mm Mm-hmm. So we've gone through everything except Clan Scryer, Which is going to take forever And we're already at two and a half hours Dear lord Okay, <laughs> I told you I was going to hate this stupid
1: Oh I love it
0: Alright so let's take our last break then And okay. then we're going to come back Talk all about Clan Scryer, And then wrap this nonsense up Okay There's always something happening at Grognards That's right, friends, Grognard Games in Roselle, Illinois, the premier stop for your gaming needs in Northeast Illinois. If you're in the Chicagoland area, if you're in Southeast Wisconsin, if you're anywhere in the area, Grognard's is the place for you. They've got board games. They've got card games. They've got all the models you could ever want for any of your miniature war games. They have so many lines of paints, I can't even keep track of it. They've expanded the store. They have a whole huge gaming area now. There is gaming every night. There is always something going on. I just can't tell you enough about Grognards. Why? Because they're awesome. Because they're fantastic. And because they are the best friendly local gaming store that I know of. So do yourself a favor... Come on down to Grognards in Roselle, Illinois. If you can't get down to Grognards, give them a call. They do mail order, they do shipping. You can get your stuff from them whether you live five minutes away or five hours away because Grognards delivers. They deliver the goods, they deliver the fun, they deliver everything. And that's because there is always something happening at Grognards. We're back, here we are. hello, one more segment, and this yes. will all be over, like a bad dream or a fever. no, I'll scaven all the time. no, no that's like it's my it's my nightmare
1: We're gonna do a whole show on the doom wheel <laughs>
0: <laughs> What show are you getting on now? what are, what are you <laughs> uh all right, so let's talk to Clan Skryer. Um, Change the name of the show to Doomhammer. <laughs> it's, uh, that's what it's going to be if you think it's going to be scaven all the time. <laughs> uh, okay, so, okay. Uh, Clan Scryer. their yep. battle tactic is they get D3 plus three warp stone to- uh, sparks or warp, yeah. And if you have, if you start your army with three or more heroes, it's D6 plus three. Right, Warpstone Sparks, which is important because they could use that for just about everything. Um, you have a couple of command traits, two extra Warpstone Sparks for the general, but I think he's the only one who can use them. Uh, start of the shooting phase, a unit within 13 inches gets a plus one to hit. Also, if you have a hidden weapons team in a unit and the unit is destroyed before you remove that last model, you still get to use the weapons team instead of it being destroyed. Yeah. And then uh, their artifacts aren't bad. A uh, guy who gets it gets a war... Oh, that's the, the bearer gets a warp stone spark at the start of each battle round, but that guy has to be the one to use it. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also uh, double the movement of your war machine, but afterwards you've got to roll a die and on a, on a one you're in trouble. <laughs> of course. And uh, I, I like this last one. Once per game... You can pick an enemy unit within six inches and just remove it at the start of the turn. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the turn, the enemy can redeploy it, but it's got to be completely within their territory and more than nine inches from you. Right. So you could sh- you could move them, get them out, and put them back into their yeah. own place, which is kind of great. Especially if they manage to sneak over and get onto your side and they're grabbing something or, d- or holding an objective. Yeah. You're like, nah, go away. Which I think is cool. You're just opening up a warp hole and dropping them back to where they're going. Well, that's,
1: you're talking about the brass orb.
0: Yeah. 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 That's the classic,
1: you know, cleanse. That's the classic Skaven, like, doom machine, you know, from like the old game it was called the brass orb. Right. And he, and he used to just auto kill stuff. If you yeah. Roll, I remember if that. A, I think if you all a six or something like that. Uh,
0: all right. So what do we got here? Uh, Arch Warlock, cast and dispels two spells. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got its Halberd, which you can uh, make it D6 attacks instead of D3. But when you roll ones, it hurts you, because that's basically their deal, isn't it? We yeah. get extra bonuses. We can crank it up, but then they hurt us.
1: Yeah. This is the old Iket Claw model. I like this model. Yeah, it's a classic. Yeah, it's
0: a great one. Mm-hmm. Um and then uh you got the warp lightning storm where you could do d3 damage to d3 models or something like that. You can you can boost it again. Yeah. But then you can augment the spell. Yeah, but then it can it can mess you up. Yeah, it's usually if you don't if you don't
1: successfully cast it or it's unbound, it misfires on the caster. Yeah. If you if
0: you kind of go crazy with it. 2d6 or two times d6 mm-hmm. mortal wounds uh and you can't negate them this thing's only got 6 wounds right so if you roll a 3 or more you're dead mhm uh, so what else do we got going here this is the one that you love why don't you be reading off some of this stuff cuz i'm not even keep, <laughs> i can't even keep track of all this crap my head is spinning
1: yeah so i mean so the i guess the hero version is the warlock engineer right and you know everyone remembers him He's got you know your basic warp black pistol, uh, warp energy blade, and he can do the you know this he can do he can channel into his warp energy blade, and before so before you can roll for hit for it you can he can overload his generator, and he can make uh, D six attacks instead of D three with it.
0: So, I'm noticing this. It's more and more. Stormcage, more and more warp energy. The Bombardier's got more and more Doom Rocket. And they yeah. basically, it's, it's the same thing. Everything goes from D3 to mm-hmm. D6. Yep. But if you roll any ones for those, yep. each he of takes, those hurt you.
1: Yeah, D, D3 mortal wounds.
0: That's like overcharging with your 40K models, right?
1: Uh, yeah, well, yeah, similar. If you, yeah, if you overcharge with a plasma and a 40K and roll a one, you just die.
0: <laughs> well, yeah.
1: Yeah. And then he's got a Warp Lightning spell. Which is uh, pick a pick a model and take D three mortal wounds. And of course he can overload it and you'll take D six mortal wounds. And if you don't and again, once again, if you don't if it's unbound or you know not cast, it's D six. So it's only cast on a five. So chances are pretty good at getting with this one off. So most people, I would think, would be overcharging this guy big time.
0: Yep. Well and you also have the Warlock Bombardier. Mm-hmm. Which is he's got the same thing now. He's got his Doom Rocket, right, which has better attacks, one rend, three damage.
1: Yeah, he's also a wizard, oddly enough.
0: They're all are. All the yeah. Clan Scryer characters, I'm looking at this, yeah. Are wizards. Uh yeah. yeah. I think I think all of them.
1: So they used to be the the big one of the big magic items out of the old Skaven book was the Doom Rocket. I don't know if you remember yeah. that thing. So then they just kind of made a model of a guy just shooting one. Just super cool. Why not? Yeah.
0: Okay, what else do we got here? Uh we got to jump up to page 101 to the Warp Lightning Cannon. Okay.
1: Yeah, so the Warp Lightning Cannon is kind of a unique uh sort of weapon how it works. Um, so it's got, you know, your basic crew just have their D6 attacks, but then it's got this this actually has like no stats on it. It has a range of 24 but the whole, like profile four is just C below.
3: <laughs> yep.
1: So, so what you do is you just you pick a target within range, and you just roll a die, and that's the power of the attack. That's the power of the attack, and then you roll six more dice, and for each hit that is equal to or greater than the power of that attack, your target takes a mortal wound. Simple, right? Well, you all more p- more p- or more 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 more, more, more. lightning. You can overcharge this thing, and um, so instead of twelve dice, you roll six more. Or instead of six, you roll six more dice. You roll twelve. So every unmodified roll of one on those twelve dice, you take D three
0: mortal wounds, and it only that's, has eight yeah. wounds. <laughs> Once again, though, if if you know if it's if you're if you got to take that thing out, that's oh, yeah. that's scavity. I take I blew up taking you out.
1: Yeah, this thing's pretty swingy. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, yeah.
3: it's
1: 150 points, which ain't bad
3: for Not what it,
1: for what its potential is. And that's how all these scaven weapons are, right? What's their potential is massive.
0: Well, see, the, but, pr- the thing with this, though, is that's that first roll. Mm-hmm. You want to roll low. Oh, yeah. But if you, don't, you roll y- y- high, y- you're totally screwed. Nothing's oh, yeah. going to get through. No, but
1: you have to pick if you're going to overcharge before you roll. Of course. Yep. So you might as well, in my opinion.
0: Of course.
1: I mean, this isn't—I mean, you might as well. You're Because you're probably going to get to shoot it at least twice, even if you overcharge it.
0: Now, the Scryer Acolytes are the old Poisoned Wind deers, and they were my favorite thing in the Skaven army. Yeah. They were, they were not always great. They had a very short range. They died yep. easily. Yeah. But the models were cool, and the whole concept— I've got this liquid that, when in a glass jar, jo- b- a glass ball, I'm going to throw it at you. When it shatters, that liquid is going to turn to gas and poison you. Yeah, that's. And then sometimes they would drop it and kill themselves. Right? If they, they could, I think they rolled on the
1: artillery die or something, something like that.
2: It
0: was. Yeah,
1: <laughs> they rolled a misfire. They dropped it at their feet, or maybe if they rolled a one to hit, they dropped it at their feet or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and but the but this unit is super cool. I mean, it's it's really deadly in the game. Oh yeah, because they, because they have a range of nine with it, but they can run and shoot, so they've got an effective range of fifteen. And it's three threes rend rend two damage d three, and that's per guy. You know,
0: it's only one attack, and it, only but, one and attack. If you have ten or more models. It's yeah. plus one to wound too because right. it's it's easier to hit. Right, so you're all out attack with these dudes. This this is by the way the battle line. If unit for the scryer is right. the acolytes. Yeah, and because literally everything else is a war machine or a weapons team or a mm-hmm. hero. There's three right. heroes, oh, two war machines, five weapons teams, and these guys.
1: Yeah, so, the only issue with them is their model is. I think it's got to be a fine cast model, if not a
0: metal model. I, I so, love those old metal. Uh, yeah. Those guys, but they're also five for seventy five so it's one hundred and fifty for ten. Mm-hmm. all the bonuses are if you have ten or more models, which means you'd either have to double back up yeah, you know to get to fifteen or you only have ten as soon as you lose one, you don't get that plus one to wound right. so uh, they I just wonder they're how, not that great I mean they but they can be i mean I it just, can be um, yeah. awesome,
1: I mean you all out of tack with them and they are twos and twos. I mean, pretty much with all the scaven stuff, it's kind of the same, right? It's all a, kind of a one-shot kind of deal. Well, it's the thing they, is, you it's know, they that, go in. Yeah, go ahead.
0: I'm sorry, it's that nine-inch range on the on the missile attack is mm-hmm. nice, but their melee it's one attack, fours by fours, no rend, one damage. Yeah, for their actual attack, which is just got anything gets near, and they've got to get within nine to throw that thing. Right, yeah, that's okay, but when they get up in your face, you're you got nothing. Right. I mean, but yeah. I mean, that's yeah.
1: You're not worried about it as the Skaven player getting these guys into combat. You know what I mean? It's like whatever.
0: Right. But I'm just saying, if you're going with mostly, if you're trying to go with with a big a lot a lot of a scryer unit, mm-hmm. it's just too expensive. It's 150 for 10. Yeah, and the and most, thing with, after a few, I only you got fives.
1: Yeah, and you know the only way to buy this model is individually. What? And they're they're metal. This got How they How much are they?
0: They're eighteen dollars each. Are you joking? No. They're only in metal. They're eighteen dollars oh. each, units yep. of five. So that's ninety dollars. Yep. No, no. Yeah, no. No, that's That's, dumb. that's
1: what it, it's isn't that crazy?
0: That's that's just that's who, the only who, way why? To, who would don't do know. that?
1: I don't know. It's the, they're on the Games Workshop website. And
0: why aren't they remaking that model then? Like, that's just insane. You've got all this stuff coming out. Some mm-hmm. of this stuff looks old. You got a new book, though. Mm-hmm. Why? I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. What do I know? I'm not, I'm not the businessman. Okay. Uh, the nuts? Doom Wheel. Yeah. Let's do this. We've got like five more things and after the doom wheel they're all weapon teams.
1: Yeah, so the doom wheel is another kind of unique sort of thing of course. So it's kind of like a chariot, it's kind of like a war machine. You know, it's kind of like a you know, a, yeah, it's 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 it's, it's kind of like a swarm, it's kind of weird. Uh so when it moves, it's got a range it's got a, it's got a um 46 random movement. So when it moves, it passes across it just runs things over.
2: Like, yeah, it like can go that, over you like, it,
1: like like it can fly. If you have three wounds or less, it just rolls over you like yep. it's flying. So if it does that, so in it, so after it's moved, you're going to die for every unit that has models that ran over, and or within an inch of it at the end of its move. It's on a two-up D3 mortal wounds, which is super cool. Yep. Um, then you can do. Uh, it's got more and more speed. So you can uh if you make a normal move, you can actually re-roll it if you want. But if any of those dice are unmodified ones, your opponent gets to move it. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> and then it has more and more uh warp bolts, so it shoots warp bolts like from its uh warpstone generator, and that sets it to, like the model itself is kind of crazy. like it's literally I love this model. It's literally like a hamster wheel. It's like a guy sitting on the side of it. If you look inside where the wheels are, there's there's like giant rats, like in or there's rats inside of the wheel. And they're running, and that's yep. how this thing moves. Yeah. Um. So it's got a warp bolt, a so thirteen inch range, d six attacks, three threes, rend one damage, d three, and of course
0: you can you double, can double it. that yeah.
1: to two d six. But if you roll a double, it takes two d six mortal wounds. It has eight wounds, For up save, which is I feel like it should have more wounds than eight.
0: No, but... that thing is rickety as hell. But it was plus it could blow up any second.
1: Yeah, but I, I wish it had. A, I wish it was a little more durable. I mean, for I 150 remember...
0: points, nah, dude, this is right.
1: Yeah, I mean, it is cheap, but I, don't know. I just remember in the old game, it was always kind of like a thing that you had to like
0: oh, I'm concentrate. Sorry, 185 points. Sorry, yeah,
1: you had to concentrate on taking it down, and now you just kind of
0: shoot some crap. at you. You it. still have back. to no eight wounds with a four up eight, save. Yeah. Eh. You're poo pooing it.
1: I think oh I, I love it. I think it's but it's like all the stuff rest of the stuff in this book. It's a one shot deal. You run it in there, it does a bunch of damage, and then it dies. And if you're on and if, if your escaping player is lucky, it doesn't die and gets to do two things instead of one thing before
0: and, it dies. Well, that's the whole army though.
1: That's that is it's the whole army.
0: And remember the old warp bolts, man. Remember, it used to just shoot at the closest thing. Yes. You had to throw it out there. Otherwise, it would just go off and kill your own units. So this is actually much better. (laughs) Yeah. All right. What else we got? We got a warp fire thrower. Now, this is the weapons teams. So now we're
1: we're into weapons teams. We have to talk about how they work. So they're hidden weapons teams. And so what you do is you pick it to be in your army. You pick a a friendly rat or storm vermin unit with 10 or more models. And then you record what unit this thing's hiding in. So um, so you can hide up to one Warfire Thrower in a unit for every 10 models in that unit. So so suppose you have to add a unit of 20 Clan Rats, which you will, because they come in units of 20. You could stash a Warfire Thrower and a Rattling Gun in there or two Warfire Throwers or whatever. So at the start of your shooting phase, you reveal this guy, uh, the weapon team, and you set up holy within three, um, and then more than three from enemy units, and then he can shoot in the phase in which in the turn in which it, it was revealed, providing you didn't run. Um, so it's got a range of eight, and then it rolls. Um, so you roll uh, for each model in range of it. You roll a die every four up. Take a mortal wound. So it's pretty much wiping out half the unit you're shooting at. I guess. <laughs> oh
3: yeah.
1: And you can do more and more warp fire, of course. And it, then it has a range of twelve instead of eight. But if you um if you roll a one you, you It's
0: got a wait, it's got a twelve yeah. inch range
1: and add one yeah. to the roll, roll to
0: see if they did suffer the mortal wounds. Right. So so yeah.
1: Yeah. So for each unmodified one, it takes a mortal wound. It only has three wounds, so it's probably going to die, but it's probably worth it. Oh, sure. Now
0: you're going to wipe out, like, two-thirds of the unit. <laughs> yeah. Now, we forgot to mention, though, there are the Warplock Gisales, and they are not a weapon team. No. Their unit's a three, and I love, the, I love the old Gisales. These oh, yeah. aren't quite the same. Uh, unmodified sixes. Do two yeah. mortals and it ends. Yep, they're like
1: snipers. So Warplock like are one. One has got a sniper rifle, and the other guy's got a pavis. And the guy with the warp, you know, with the warp rifle, like sets it on top of the pavis to kind of steady it. And he looks through like a scope and blasts people. Yeah, So range of, range of thirty on this thing. So it's three threes, ren two damage two. And uh, I, I think it, it used to have a rule. It's like was like, it was like it was, I think it was called like almost reliable or something like that. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is like this is like the oldest Clan skyre invention. So yeah. it was like almost reliable. They've almost like worked all the kinks out of it. Um, so you actually get plus one to hit with it if you remain stationary because um, of the pavise. So they're hitting on twos, which is nasty.
0: Yeah. I just love the models for this.
1: Yeah. But the. the, How big are the units you buy them in? Three. Is it units of three?
0: Yeah. Units of three for. uh,
1: 120.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, the rattling gun. Yeah, everyone's favorite. Of course. Why not? Three Mm -hmm. wounds, a six up save. And now they've got a 12 inch range on the gun. It's 2D6 plus three attacks. And it's it's, fours by fours, one rend, one damage. But that's. Anywhere from 5 to 15 attacks. Mm -hmm. And what I love about this is you've got the more, more. But on this one, you roll 4d6 plus 3 to see how many shots you get. Mm -hmm. As long as you don't roll doubles, you're fine. You roll doubles, you just die when it's over. You just blow up. Yeah. It's like you you fire all your shots, you get your 4d6 plus 3. That would really suck if you rolled, like, you know, a bunch of ones and blew up. but
1: Yeah, like so like two ones and a two and a three or yeah. something. Like, oh, my God.
0: But uh, seriously, 4D6 plus three, and if you don't roll doubles, that's a lot that you're throwing out there.
1: Yeah, I think the solution to that is to have each one just do 2D6. They just have more rattling guns.
0: Yeah, that's a—that's—that's— uh, that's, one solution or you know I mean? just
1: have three rattling guns
0: or you just play crazy like Skaven and you just more see this is the thing I think yeah. it, one another reason I don't play this stupid army because I would just more more everything every oh, yeah. turn all the time like yeah. hey you got to bet heavy to win heavy nobody <laughs> would have fun playing against me because it would just oh, I it think, would never be I a think, game it'd be so random I mean, you get blown off the table
1: or the skating player just blows himself off the table. Yep. One of the two.
0: Yep. Somebody's exploding. <laughs> I'm just hoping it's not me. Yeah. Uh, okay, we got two more units here: the warp, uh, the Doom Flayer, and the Warp Grinder. Yep. I love the Doom Flayer model. Yeah,
1: it's... yeah. I have I have one, but I never built it. Really? Yeah. Old metal one.
0: Now this uh, also has D6 attacks. Uh, threes by threes, two rend, two damage. You can bump it to two. Once again, more, more. Mm-hmm. It's another hidden weapons thing. Uh, at the end of your charge, you can show that this is hiding, and put it within three inches. Uh, you know, and that's just how you uh, can pop it out there. Uh, three wounds, five up, save two d six movement, so it can get pretty random. Mm-hmm. I just love the model. I I don't know if it's. I mean, still two rend, two damage doesn't seem bad, right? But it's so cool I was, looking. I,
1: I was, what, is the, what is the model? It's like a guy, like, he's riding it, but there's another guy pushing it. It's like, what is this thing?
0: Escape intact is exactly <laughs> what it is.
1: <laughs>
0: it's like somebody riding a bicycle, pushing a bicycle with a, one of those giant front wheel bicycles. Yeah. And some other dude just standing in front of him like, yeah, you pedal faster. Ugh. <laughs> uh. And finally, last but not least, the warp grinder yeah uh, so, the,
1: so the warp grinder helps you um, basically tunnel so you can tunnel with this thing, so uh, you can set it to one side as a reserve unit, and so you can also set up another scaven unit that's not a monster or war machine, it'll join this unit as a reserve unit. And the energy movement phase, you set it up on the battlefield more than nine, and then then you set up the friendly scaven unit with it. Uh, holy! within 13 of this unit, more than 9 from all enemy units. So, this is a perfect thing to combo with your, you know...
0: Because it's got the exact same damage as the Whirling Blades on the Doom Flayer. Mm-hmm. It does not have a More More. No. That's the only one that doesn't of these, but that's because it's tunneling. And what are you going to do? Tunnel? Do you tunnel faster? Tunnel? You know, it doesn't... It's not yeah. going to change the game tactic.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's main thing is to, you know, to hide your Six rat ogres in there And put them nine inches away from something
0: So much stuff This is another army that it's, You're so spoiled for different choices And I know that there's going to be this choice Is better than that choice or whatever I yeah. don't care yeah. I'm just looking at this going There is so much happening With this army and there's so many things Like you were saying Oh you love this one or people love this one I'm like I like the Giselles or this mm-hmm. It's just whatever you Just take whatever you like It's all going to yeah. blow up Right. Honestly, th- I think of all the armies, this is one of those armies where you can literally just take what you think is cool because it all works kind of similar. Mm-hmm. It's all just like run at it, hit it, destroy. You know? <laughs> yeah. And then blow- and if- hopefully kill enough before you blow
1: up. Yeah, I think the, I think the idea with this one is you want to take an early lead and then have your stuff kind of blow up and then <laughs> hopefully you've got <laughs> enough stuff left to you know what I mean? Yeah, don't blow up too much, please. Right. So we still need to talk about endless spells
0: and spell
1: lures.
0: Yeah, that's right. Alright. Uh, great googly moogly. Why don't you start with this? Because, like I said, dude, my brain is fried at this point.
1: Do you want to start on endless spells?
0: Uh, Yeah, uh, sure.
1: Okay, so there are three. Um. There's the Vermintide. So basically, you summon a giant horde of rats. And um, the spell, predatory in the spell, you cast it uh, within 18, range of 18, and then it moves seven. So it's it's cooking up the battlefield. Um, so you pick a unit within three and roll 13 dice, reach six, it's a mortal wound. And then in addition, you roll 13 dice for each unit that finishes a normal move, run, retreat, or charge move within three inches of it. And for each six, it suffer you suffer a mortal wound. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, you lost me. I've already... <laughs> it's so... Ah. Ah. So it's cast with, with a range of 18, and then right. it can move seven. Right. So after it's moved, uh, the commanding player picks a unit within three inches of it and rolls 13 yeah. dice.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I heard what you're saying. There's yeah. just all these moving parts. And honestly, at this point, I'm not going to lie. It's been like four hours on all these things... And I just, I pity the people listening at home because who's going to remember <laughs> any of this? They won't. Uh, no, they won't. People want to know. The Warp Lightning Vortex, I think, is so, pretty cool, so, though.
1: So, so this one is the Boogeyman, right? Yeah, I like this one. This one's neat. Yeah. Right. So uh, it's got uh, three parts, uh, casting out eight, range of 13. You set up one part within range of the caster. So the second and third parts, exactly seven from the first part and exactly seven from each other part. So you form a triangle with a, kind of like a scaveny triangle thing. And then all parts of the spell must be more than an inch from all of their models, other endless spells and invocations. So after you do that, roll a dice for each unit within six inches of it, and then you add one to the roll if the units within six inches of two parts, add two to the roll over here, then all three parts, and then on a four-up, take d3 mortal wounds, and on an unmodified roll of six, the unit suffers d6 mortal wounds instead of d3. And then it has this other thing called Warp Vortex. Uh, units within three inches of this and the spell cannot run. Right. So it used it was different. It used to be different, right? I like think it used to half your movement or something like that.
0: I don't remember exactly. I just know that when this gets set up near you, you're you're in you could be in trouble because a four up to do damage near one, but if yeah. you get set up near all three, it's mm-hmm. doing damage on two. Yeah, and you're just taking wounds, and it's mm-hmm. it's fantastic. I mm-hmm. always I liked it a lot, and I love the models for it too. They're pretty yeah, cool. I,
1: yeah, I think its main thing was that it, it used to really hamper your moving. I believe it used to half your movement, and like in this in a huge like radius around it because it's if you're within six inches. I mean, it was massive, right? This huge thing, yeah. and people they just tossed it in the middle of the battlefield, and it was like a no no go zone yeah you, know, you don't want to go over there and then that was the other th- and then the carriage on overlords would use it too right they'd stick it in the bottle yeah the spell in a bottle thing and they'd huck that at you on turn one yeah, yeah. so I believe so it's not as good as it used to be because it's only units within three inches cannot run so it's not crazy so you can still move through it and charge and all that stuff
0: yeah but you still got to be able to get away from it so it's not not slamming you so
1: yeah and then the last one is Bell of Doom. Uh another predatory in the spell range of thirteen. Then it moves two D six inches and can fly.
0: I like this one. Am yeah, I wrong? It's, no, it's neat. So if it's, you're uh, if you're holy within thirteen and you're Skaven, you don't take battle shock. Mm-hmm. If you're an enemy within thirteen, you're minus one to your bravery. Uh but every turn you roll three dice, and if you roll a thirteen, the dang thing goes boom. Yeah. Because if it, if that bell strikes thirteen, mm-hmm. I just I like that. Like okay, it's 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 a simple one, you know. I get a boost, you get a negative.
1: It's definitely helpful it's for definitely helpful for giant scaven hordes that don't have to take battle shock.
0: Yeah. Um, I guess we should talk about this gnaw hole real quick too. Uh, basically, this one you set it up, and there's you know you. You, can, you can't you can set it up within three of this or two of that or whatever. It's yep. impassable. Uh, once per turn at the end of the movement phase, you can pick a friendly scaven unit wholly within six and set it up wholly within six of one of the other holes.
1: Yeah, so there's three gnaw holes you can deploy.
0: And you can put now, them anywhere. And you can use this once per turn with each gnaw hole faction terrain feature in your army that's on the battlefield. So when you set up if you've got, you're setting up three, so you can use this three times in a turn. You go one at each spot. Sure. Um, now, that's, the, the tunneling through is nice, but as soon like we said before, if you put guys near it, they can't do it. Right.
1: But. And, yeah, enemy units, yeah.
0: Yeah, priests and wizards get bonuses to chanting and casting when they're near mm-hmm. it. Which, yeah, which, is,
1: that, which is very cool.
0: That seems to be like the thing that would happen more often.
1: Uh, I mean, it depends on where you put them, right? Right. So they can go anywhere. They just have to be more than 18 from other gnaw holes, three inches from all other objectives and terrain features, and wholly within eight inches of the battlefield edge. Right. So you could stick one on your in your
0: in in your opponent's
1: deployment zone in the corner somewhere.
0: Right. And then I'm going to stick a tiny unit within nine inches of it, and I'm never going to move that unit.
1: That's totally fine with the Skaven player probably.
0: Right. But uh, that's all I'm saying is Yeah, you know, you can use it for the bonuses nicely. It's just yeah. that if you're if you've got some extra if you've you know, I mean, you know, obviously units are at a premium. You can't just park three units by there. Right. But it's gonna stop things from moving around. It is also a tactic to just force them to take a unit to babysit it. Mm-hmm. You know?
1: Because, yeah. I mean I would put one in I'd put probably put one in each in my deployment zone, right in the middle. And then I put one in the corner, you know, the t- the two opposite table corner. You right. know, you know I just put one over there, one over there in each corner or, you know, near the battlefield edge. And just,
0: you know, I just jumpy, jumping, scaven through there. Literally every time I've played against them, and granted it wasn't a ton, there was mm-hmm. one in the middle of their deployment zone. Yep. And then one, well, this is when it was a six foot by four, but on the short table edge right near the middle. As close to the middle, as close to the middle of the short table edges you can get,
2: mm-hmm.
0: so they can head, you know, north or south. They're equidistant. Plus, you know, they can jump to either side of the table. Yeah. Just keep them there, and then that's that seems like the the best maneuver. You know, getting them to the yeah, you know, the most available table space.
1: Right, and then there's that the Yeshen item that you can make a a gnaw portal, and then you can have somebody hop through that. New portal out through one of the holes.
0: all right do we uh, is okay, is there something special about these spells that we really need to talk about uh, well, I mean, I'm just saying, is there anything that really stands out because I'm looking at I'm going they're spells they're pretty average spells if you're asking me, but i once again, am I missing something
1: uh, I'm trying to remember what page they're on
0: seventy four there we go. I mean, Gracieer's got what? Pick an enemy, roll some dice, and for every six, they take a mortal wound. Yeah. S- you score, know.
1: So, skitter leap, death frenzy, are the seer ones. Yes. Yeah, lore, sk- lore of ruin.
0: Yeah. Skitter I mean, leap allows you to you know move you to teleport. You know.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, then That's you can a, fight. Yeah. yeah, death frenzy. You can fight before you're dead. I mean, they're so, useful, but
1: so, so so skitter leap you can use on a vermin lord.
0: 13 or less. Some vermin lords, yes. I
1: think they're all 13 or less.
0: And you can't take it if you take that super bonus that gives them extra wounds. Oh, yes. Yeah, Screech, Vergan, King has also got 13 wounds. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So that's, that's, I think that's a good, you know, one. That's yeah. good for that. And then Death Frenzy is, is really good because it just lets you fight again.
0: Which yeah, is really but once neat. again, it's like okay, I got to get in a situation where I'm dying to use it, though.
3: Well, I, I mean, if you you're figure you're gonna your, die
0: anyway, but yeah, your
1: your your clan rats are gonna die anyway, so you might as well have them fight twice. Right. Right. So, and then the other one is uh, so there's two more. Well, there's the prayers, and there's also the. Did we I think we talked we about did the, the prayers. prayers. Yeah. So yes. the. Lord the Gal- Wizards. Yeah. yeah. Warp Volt Galvanism Skyer Wizard only. So it's kind of the same thing. It's kind of like. Warp Lightning, Warp Lightning Shield, Chain Warp Lightning, basically. Yep. Yeah, so um, more more Warp Power, cast 7, range 13.
0: Plus one to hit and wound. Yeah. Basically.
1: Which is amazing, because you can put that on, uh, is it only melee, or is it shooting, it's, too? Uh,
0: attacks made by the unit, so it just says attacks. Right, right. So They do take D3 mortals after this, because that burns them out, but...
1: Yeah, that's cool. That's fine. So, you know, you stick that on your rattling guns because they're going to die anyways. They're one shot rattling guns. You go more and more warp bullets. Forty Roll 46 plus three. Have more and more warp power on them. Plus one to hit, plus one to wound. There you go. They're probably going to die anyways. Who cares if they take D3 mortal wounds at the end
0: of the phase? Well, uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> die That's anyway. true. You give it to that Ratlin. Yeah, the Rattling gun should yeah. just boost it even more. Yeah. Yep. So then uh, Chain Warp Lightning,
1: uh, range of 13. Uh, every unit in range takes a mortal wound. Yeah, it's one, but it's still, it could be a lot. That's cool. And then Warp lightning shield. Um, that's, this is a cool one. So basically gives your your wizard... Uh, three extra wounds. He, so he negates the first three wounds. But if he takes a fourth in the same phase, then the caster takes three mortal wounds.
0: And the spell's gone. Right. So basically, it'll stop three the first three per phase, just like that other thing that we had to, to, to ignore the two wounds per every phase. Yeah. But as soon as you go to four, you're taking those initial three back anyway. Exactly. So. exactly. It's not That's not bad. It's, no, I mean, it's you, cool. You guys are going to die anyway. So. Right. So I it's in, like, small games, like a
1: 1,000 points, like Skaven do really well, because they can do a lot of damage with really inexpensive models. But then you kind of gear up to the bigger games, and I think that advantage kind of goes away a little bit. But, like, a Warplock Engineer with Warplight and Shield, I mean, he can absorb a lot of damage. Yeah. You know, in, in a small game. Is kind of my point, like in yeah. a, like even like a, maybe in like a crusade game, like a five hundred or a crusade game, a, a path to glory game, like a five hundred point game, like that guy could, he could dominate the battlefield because he'd have a hard time
0: getting rid of him. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I just, yeah. I don't know. Like I said, I'm just, I feel overwhelmed with all the stuff. I feel we've been going for like four <laughs> hours almost. Yeah, and it's just there's so much, and honestly. I don't remember 90% of it, and I'm the one sitting here talking about it because there's just so much. There's this is where I get into analysis paralysis. This is why I find armies that do the kind of fighting style I like. I find yeah. one list, and I go with it. Mm-hmm. I just have hordes of chain rasps. Are there other cool things? Sure, but I'm, I'm, I'm too stupid to, 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 to go and add other things. I just don't know anymore. That's just yeah. me. Yeah. Oh, excuse me.
1: Okay, so for hour four, let's talk about this. No,
0: you better have that <laughs> horn ready this week, buddy, because it's time. <laughs> you got anything else you want to say about this, Army, other than how much you love it? Because I know you love it. And oh, yeah. honestly, I think it's fun, and it's kind of cool to play against. I just, there's it's there's so much. It just drives me batty when there's this much. Same problem I have with the Stormcast book, except the Stormcast book, it's even angrier. 'Cause they got more <laughs> heroes than some books have units. That's just like, oh no, come on now. Yeah. Sigmar, you must stop this. Yeah, well, there's a request to do a, a stormcast episode, wasn't there? Yeah, right. well I don't that ain't on the docket for a while, I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> Good gravy. Yeah. So, uh,
1: so are we done with Skaven? For yes.
0: I've been done with Skaven for like an oh, hour. My. Gosh. <laughs> 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 I'm not trying to be the cranky old man. There's just so much, and it is cool. Don't get, get me wrong. Get off my lawn, just, man thing. We haven't had an episode this long in like six months at least. It's. Mm. I'm tired. I'm too old for this. Come on. I am. All right, listen. We need what's to wrap next? up. What's, what's next, by the way? Don't, I have no idea. Yeah. I have no idea. We have something coming up. We'll figure it out. It's probably another book. You know they're coming out. Books, 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 books. I think Zinch will be out next. Zinch yes. and Lumen. I think Zinch comes out before Lumina. Yeah. Oh, great! And the Lumineth are getting a new book because that's what was needed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> they book better have some uh, Techless's brothers stuff, otherwise, yeah, you know. It's not going to. No, it's not. They're just going to have more Windriders and more stuff that just is. Uh, uh, I'm. You know what? I'm okay. Okay, we're done. We're done. (laughs) I'm obviously cranky now because I'm hating on stuff that I generally like, and that's not what I do with this show. So we're done. I want to thank all the Patreon sponsors, our associate producers, Jake C., James Brown, executive producer, Scotty Milne. Thank you, guys, and every single Patreon patron past present, and anyone considering to be a patron in the future, thank you becoming part of the 1% who make this show and everything we do on it possible. I believe at the time this drops that the Garage World, where we cover Texas Chainsaw Massacre, it mm. should be up by now. So if you are a Patreon patron, uh, check, because uh, at, uh, most of the levels... Um, there's Garage World, which is just non Warhammer stuff that I enjoy talking about. So, like, throw that in there for the people who actually look at you go. Are, hey, you know, hey, it's you it, 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 it do stuff. It's what I do stuff. We're gonna start um, a Kill Team podcast too. Right? Yeah, right. Because yeah, okay. After Christmas, let me let me finish. Let me graduate, okay. <laughs> uh, also, let's not forget Chaos Arc Superstar, Superstore, Squared Studios, <laughs> and
1: Garage <laughs> Guards. <Crowdnards. laughs> Hey, you know why? Because there's oh, always something, something happening.
0: happening. at Oh <laughs> crocknards! There we go. Great googly moogly. You got that you got that baroop baroop ready? Cause you better have that baroop baroop ready. I'm ready. Alright, folks, until next time, only the faithful will be triumphant. Only the faithful will stand when all others fall. And only the faithful, no no despair, except in failure.
3: Or Sigma.
0: Yeah, there we go. That's how we do it. You gotta have, you gotta be quicker. You gotta have that thing ready. So, see, you should start <laughs> trumpeting it before you finish saying Sigmar. You should be he like, "Boys, we should be coming in. <laughs> We're signaling them horns, man. We're going to battle. Stormcasts arrive. Nine hundred heroes and ten liberators. Here we go. The Scaven train. Here we go. Whoop, whoop. Was there an explosion at the end of that? Because if it wasn't, (laughs) it's not a skaven train. (laughs) All right, we're done. All right.